0: now full circle
1: yeah. i'm gonna put some my dick, dick in. in i'm fixing to
0: i'm fixing the fuck do, you with you like my, my, do,
1: do you like my selection of psychology we have our <laughs> counsellor on miss chelsea morgan from
2: the collective therapy Hello. what's the name of your podcast the transformational powerhouse. Oh, oh yeah,
0: you should call it. I'm gonna put my dick in <laughs> mitochondria. Oh yeah, oh my God. Well, we had a great episode.
1: We've really flowed well. It's like about two hours long. I had a good time. Lots of questions answered. We call John Pinder at the end of the body. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, With yeah. one of the sweetest moments in history of podcasting. It was. So. That was that was very nice. And, and it's we-
2: good when people write in the questions because then there's a lot of like fast answers and lots of you know, Mm. information, I would say. So, yeah, I love that. Thanks for writing in, guys. We
1: answered eight main questions today. Yeah,
0: there's Mm -hmm. plenty of information and we talked about Melan and Delby's eyes and, and, and Chelsea's eyes as well. Mm. What, what they sort That's
1: of not a hook for listeners to listen to. So <laughs> we spoke about if your partner shuts down, what do you do? Attachment mm-hmm. theories, love languages again. Break up. A break up, how to get through it. Parenting,
2: um, step parenting. parenting. Yep.
1: Yep. So a, yeah, bit, a, little, a, a bit from everything today, which is yeah, good. it's really good. I, yeah, I couldn't recommend this
0: episode anymore. Cool.
1: Thank you. Let's get hard. big bacon.
0: With my duck. <laughs> With my duck. Oh, With my duck.
3: <laughs> Look at these men my <laughs> I'll take the
4: bacon. <laughs> I'm a crow. <laughs> You, shall, you not shall not pass. You shall not pass. <laughs> he never did the W,
1: but everybody else has done the W. <laughs> Listen all the way to the end and you'll see why he's the dumbest cunt on the planet. Yes. Grab a drink, settle down, and we'll see you in right now. Yes. podcast. <laughs> Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, it's ten AM. Nice early one. Mm, Chelsea's I, worried that I'll be too quiet. So.
2: No, I wasn't worried. I was yeah. thinking this because you're in pain,
1: good. Daniel. Yeah, you, like you've had to stretch out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because your hip, groin? Uh, my groin, groin adductor or some shit. Mm. Fucking worst pain I've been in a long time. Yeah,
0: because uh, there's injuries. Because mm. I've I've been injured before and, and you you give it a hobble, but you are.
1: Yeah. Cooked. Nah, I feel like it's one of those ones that after two or three days it'll go away, but... Yeah, yeah, And I don't know if it's got to do with the juice cleanse or not, but... How's that going? Day five, man. And you feel looking good? I think... I don't feel any different, bro. Yeah, but
0: you don't feel... So you've broken through that little um, headache-y stage, eh? Yeah, that was day two, Hell, headaches. It's not one of these things that you just, like, notice... No. ...a a flip of the switch and you're, like, so much better.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I thought it was. (laughs) No,
0: no, no. You will... Uh, after Once it's sort yeah. of finished Well I'm just worried You might be a little more clear mm. Some people find it They find it a little more clear Chelsea we'll get to you in a minute
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah um, it's just weird Because I, I thought I was just doing uh, Eight days and that's it And then I emailed my guy And he's like Yep so after seven Between seven and twelve days on juice You're going to do two days of just water And then a day of dry So see like that? no showering No brushing your teeth
2: No chewing that, Nothing That's not that, right That
0: last little bit is strange to me mm. But um, He said it's to clear all the toxins Corey Green's going to come on um, In a, a few weeks mm. And he's bringing on a, a very knowledgeable Bloke who worked with the Freo Dockers And a couple of NRL teams and stuff So we might ask him about fasting and, yeah. and juice cleansing And stuff and what the actual yeah. Scientific side of all it Because actually he's nearly finished his nutritional studies as well yeah. So well,
1: It's crazy I don't feel I actually don't feel hungry man at all
0: nah, I, I mean I, every time I've done a fast I've
1: never felt hungry and just like what you said Yeah but you got to Miss get the juices eating.
2: right, you know. Yeah. Like,
1: Chelsea made the nicest juices for you. Oh, really? What was it? No.
2: I'm a juicy bitch. Juicy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said that this morning, so that's <laughs> repeating a joke, but you got to do it, don't you? When you get a good one, cash on in. Um, I put some pepper <laughs> yeah. in the – It's snorted.
1: The- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, go. I yeah. put
2: some pepper in a blueberry and turmeric one because pepper activates the turmeric. Yeah,
1: oh, But what else is that? was beetroot.
2: Oh, and beetroot. It was very was red. Was
1: that
2: it? Yeah, uh, red apple, beetroot, turmeric, blueberry.
0: Yeah, the, the red apple will give that little bit of sweetness to
2: oh, it. Oh, black pepper. Yep. Black
1: so pepper, good. really? Bro, it, was, it
2: activates the turmeric. It
1: was, like, it was like fucking, that was the best one I've had so far. Mm.
0: I would like
1: First day, reference. I didn't know you had to cut the um, the orange peel off. I was just jamming <laughs> it yeah, in. Yeah,
2: what a fucking <laughs> so like,
0: do you Honestly. Know, I do it a little bit with the lemons. Like I yeah. put a little bit of it because of the zest
1: in there that you can- well, I didn't very, realise. Very, very so I funny. figure that if you're paying 500 bucks for a juicer, you should be able to just chuck the whole cup <laughs> in. Oh, what, well, it's going to peel it for you? Yeah, well, it'll Hilarious. fucking- No, no, yeah
2: so <laughs> yeah. funny. So I was does that fuck them. it up? Yes, it does. Does it? Because it's a cold-pressed juicer, right? Yeah. So it's very small. Like, it's not like centrifugal where you can put a whole orange in. You've got to cut it small. Do you yeah. not read the bloody well, are manual? Were you putting a,
1: just a whole – No, well, it wouldn't you, fit you, if I put the whole one. So but you are cutting I, I was it I just cutting it in slices and right? dropping it in with the, uh, mm. with the skin on. Look, it's not the end of the so world. So funny. But it's – yeah. yeah, but um, <laughs> I've done it with
0: lemons. What you're talking about? Fuck the lemon because <laughs> fuck the lemon. The lemon makes any. Is that a sourpuss
1: or what? <laughs> yeah, well,
0: the lemon makes any like bad tasting one. It just eliminates the, all the bad and we it taste. And the lemon. Yeah, yeah, but I'd rather that than some of these ones where you're like uh, yeah. choking back on fucking on the spinach ones. Oh, spinach. Yeah, yeah. The dick I as well. like
2: the um, green flavor, like kale and spinach.
0: Nah, the kale. I don't – spinach, fish not fish too bad, but kale. Ugh.
1: I'm not supposed to be having any green ones. Really? Yeah, just juice.
0: Family. This is interesting. Where have you got this one from? Where yeah,
1: effortless Superhuman, Steve Hooper in Suby. Okay. So. And this is for your back? My back, yeah. It's and, the inflammation
2: side. Yeah.
1: Gut health? Starting yeah. at the basic level. So he's like, we start at the gut, then it's like clinical, then it's um, physical, and yeah, that's like a whole tier. I can't remember right now. But mm. – Rather than just treating the pain, mm. it's like treating all the base below it first. Yep. and then go from there.
2: Yeah, because you know how they say your guts, your second brain. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So if your guts full of toxins, so is your brain. If your guts clear, so is your mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I think I'll um, I might I might do a couple of and twenty four hour per <laughs> Yeah, that's the brain. Third brain. God,
2: irritated gut, irritated <laughs> head. What do you say then? Your dick.
1: What's your dick? Yeah, if that's the that's second the brain. brain.
2: Why are we talking about yeah. penis now? It's because it's your third
1: brain. It's a brain. You said first brain, <laughs> yeah, second it is, brain, People think of it brain. Yeah, it.
2: because um, men can only, and men, men only have enough blood to run one head at a
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> I must have extra blood because I always – I'm always able to <laughs> – Oh,
2: of course you do, mate. Oh, I'm
1: always able to control what's going to be a poor decision. Really? Yeah.
2: What do you mean? Flesh that one out, thanks. Poor decision. Flesh light.
1: Yeah,
0: so for example, Delby um, has talked about on the podcast – once when he was going to travel like what an hour and a half to go mm. get a route and yeah. just flog one out and then realize oh no I didn't want to do that yeah and it was I a great with my head
1: instead of my my dick. Hmm.
2: what but, I'm lost yeah <sighs> i need deets. i'm you're a bitch of deets. you're, you're a, skimming you're the not water a, you're not go a guy. deep
0: yeah once you like he was clearly going That's there for I only know. he was clearly going there only for sex and then would have wasted an hour and a half drive yeah. down and back for someone he didn't really care about, I guess, maybe. Is that yeah. What, yeah. Is so what
2: was the moral of the story? Just bang one out. Yeah. Oh. So you think
0: clearly. Yeah. And then you'll make Have the right bat. decision. If you still want to go there and see them, you, you like them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because it's, we, it's instant, isn't it? Like I say, like men are like copper pots. It goes up and goes down. You know, like once you get one off, mm. then you're over it. Yeah. The build yeah. up is the, I'm going to drive an hour and a half. I'm going to drive an hour and a half. But then- before you know it, you're like, oh, I'm Far. over it. What's <laughs> just and a half. Yeah, I
1: would never have driven. It would have been a $150 taxi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 150 bucks. so Funny. Really, yeah. Saving money by busting nuts. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: yeah. Hey, how's things, Chelsea? You just released your own podcast competition. This is the last time you're coming oh. on. Never again. <laughs> never again. Fuck it. It's
2: very different. They're 20-minute episodes to yeah. start with.
0: I had to to a couple this morning. Oh,
2: did you? you put,
0: what, four out?
1: Yeah, four out that's at once. Well, what they're your business plans, business The little 15 said?
0: minute, and 20 minute ones.
2: Yeah, because it's I don't know. I just did it sometimes. I just, yeah, I didn't, yeah. Anyway, there's so no yeah. such thing
0: as too much. Just keep chucking them
2: out. Yeah, I will, because I've got a lot to say and I love talking. So I was like, what better than to release a podcast? And it's easy for me. Whereas, like, this technical side of like Instagram and Facebook just blows my brain. Hmm. Like I said, I created two bloody events by accident. <laughs> Didn't want to bombard my friends; double bombarded them. Fantastic.
3: Well,
0: the oh. um, I think the thing with with a business is just chuck it out as as much as you can. The more, the better. As a person, don't chuck it out too much because all your friends will be like, "Fuck off, can. Yeah, mm-hmm. leave me alone. Yeah, I'm getting sick of it. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm, I'd try not to. I get, I get excited sometimes with the podcast, but I'll share it on my own stuff. It used to all the time. Now, like, if they don't want to see the podcast, they fucking. if they want to see the podcast, Mm. they follow the podcast.
2: Exactly. And half my friends are like, why would I want to listen to you, Chelsea? We chat on the phone all the time. Yeah. You know? But but it's very theory-based and it's short and snappy episodes. But, yeah, I'm excited um, to do that. Not that I have this set up. I've got the iPhone basic. Yeah, but it's still
0: the same. Like, I used to listen to Gary Vee and it would be – Fucking him in a conference room with a, f- a phone, just mm. recording, and he had one of the biggest podcasts in the world. I used to listen to him every single day, probably three or four episodes. That's good to know. Good um, like to live know. Um, on stage, he'd do Q and A, just record the whole conversations. I'd just mm. listen to it mm. Mm. about starting businesses and stuff. That's how I used to get through my day when I was welding. Listen to that, Joe Rogan. Do you love
1: what you do. Yeah. Well, his was love his was he was he's so fucking make money like doing what you love.
0: He, yeah. Well, he was less <laughs> about the like. Um, he was just like harden the fuck up,
1: just like. David Floggins. He was, yeah. too. Yeah, he was. I hate
2: that saying, harden the fuck up. Man, that's one of my top hated sayings. I reckon it's ruined men.
1: Yeah. Well, also. Well, yeah, because erectile problems are. (laughs) He did also. um, (laughs) I've been trying to harden the fuck (laughs) up. Look
2: at you talking penis. He does
1: also promote gratitude,
0: empathy, Mm. um, having perspective, being patient. Yeah. Take 15, 20 years to get to where you want instead of wanting it right now. It was was all about that as well. Like, I've just given you a snapshot of him in one word and probably painted in the wrong way. But
2: I get the whole theory of, like, keep it real. Like, you know, just stop making a drama out of things Mm. and, like, just toughen up. Just, like, rein your emotions in, get more logical. But that saying is an old one and I feel like some men, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, off track.
3: Mm.
0: Harden
1: up. So, very nice. Um, Harden up, princess. Um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's why I jump into the punchlines. Administers a cup of concrete. Harden harden up, princess.
0: Suggesting, harden up, princess.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um, and how long are you up for, Chels?
2: Um I actually go back today. I'm going to Wagen. I'm teaching at the high school there, mm-hmm. um, which is good.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Challenging. For the, I, for the first time the other day as well, just seen, I don't know if if it's, why I haven't seen it before but you're posting some lovely pictures of you and your partner and a little – I know. I've, nev- I've never seen that really.
2: I know. It's funny.
0: Is that a conscious thing or
4: just you –
2: well, do you know- It's I, a lovely little getaway to,
4: or whatever you went.
2: Well, no, this, these are photos from like a year ago because- Oh, fuck. I um yeah, false advertising. Um, no, I, w- I went to Broome for a week mm-hmm. um, and on the way, I've, I've got photos in my phone from like 2016. So we're going back to old relationships. It's quite fun. I'm like, oh, that was that season. That was that season. <laughs> um, and I saw these photos and I was like, God, I just don't post things about Jake. And then I posted it, but everyone was- like, the reaction was so funny. They were like, whoa.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's. I was like, oh, I've never seen that. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, I just um, thought, oh, they're nice photos. I put them up. There wasn't much thought to it as per Chelsea mm-hmm. Morgan. But, um, yeah, the reaction was funny. But, anyway, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Let's oh. just launch this ship. Go into it. Um, because I thought, oh, this is a good way to start the relationship chat today.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's one of my favourite questions. Um, okay, so. Should I start with you, Delps?
1: Would you peg each other? (laughs) Sorry, Delbs. Yeah, start with me. I'm I'm not sure. (laughs) Not sure I'd do that. Sorry, The answer is yes, because I'm hardening the fuck up.
3: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
2: (laughs) You are a dick, pardon the pun. Okay, so. um, Clever. What is your foundational... Hang on, let me get this right. What is your foundational personal quality that Delby needs for Delby in order to be happy, fulfilled, content?
1: What do you mean? From a, from okay, a partner? Okay, so I'll give you some
2: examples. Yeah, from, from myself a, or from- Within from yourself. So oh. for me, I'll just tell you mine for an example. Um, my, mine's freedom, mm-hmm. you know? my um, Financially
0: or time-wise? No, wise,
2: just um, I would say- space. Yeah, no, um, freedom of expression, free like just not feeling trapped in any areas of my life. So mm-hmm. this is why I'm like people are like you're such a gypsy and I'm moving around a lot because it's that part of freedom, mm. that essence. And in any relationship that I've been in or any state of life that I've been in when I don't feel free, I don't feel good. <gasps> So some people will say the opposite. They need stability and structure in yeah. order to feel good, in order to flourish, in order to achieve, whatever. So Delby, over to you. Well, mine
1: would definitely be freedom as well because I get claustrophobic if, I, if I'm if i in something and yeah. I panic, if I feel like I'm locked into something that I don't want to be in. So yeah. that would be tied with um, being mentally stimulated. And yes, and challenged, good. Mentally challenged. Good. I need to have a challenge or work out a problem or figure out how I can make something better or maximise
2: okay, revenue so yours from a
1: hobby or just make money or entertain sort of thing.
2: Okay, yeah. now we're going to Headspace. So it's got to be heart-led. It's got to drop into your heart. So this is a new thing that I've been encouraging a lot of clients is heart-led communication and heart-led, um, yeah, communication, compassion. And I've actually been dropping into it as well because it's very easy to go to your head. Mm. Okay, so you said stimulation. That's good. Mm. Um, so stimulation mentally. So what's really
1: really. Uh, I'm just going
2: to avoid your sex stuff today On the way here Keep you it going I want to see you crack
0: Just keep going You want to see I want to see you crack
2: I will I yeah. will um, So Fucking lost my train of thought yeah, as so per. so st-
1: stimulated mentally Yep mm. so drop
2: into your heart So stimulated mentally Would give you freedom Yeah Good yeah. Right branchy
1: Yeah so freedom's mine as well
2: Yep
0: Yeah freedom Yeah yeah, you can't copy. No, no, freedom is definitely like. Well, hence why I sort of. Well, that's the whole thing behind quit, the podcast. Yeah, it's quitting worth. my job and and go, but I guess also just the relaxed nature of being able to just be very spontaneous, and um, I'm, I'm I, I do feel comforted by structure and <clears throat> um, stability, but I I don't think I I think I, I find it f- far more claustrophobic than than anything.
2: Okay, so I'll give you another example just to make sure you're not copying me, you two. Mm -hmm. But I I can understand because we're quite similar personalities in that we're very self-expressive and we don't like to be caged, blah, blah, blah. I'm an Aries
1: with a rising star (laughs) sign of Aries and a a moon of – there you go. What was my moon again? Do you remember?
2: No. Uh,
1: anyway. Don't. Yeah, I
0: don't I can't tell if you just look really sore or really relaxed. Right uh now.
1: both.
2: Com- combo <laughs> yeah. deal. Just no, lying there Legs up here. on the table.
1: I'm lying here to take the weight off the off the groin. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Off the doc. Oh
3: god. <laughs> here we go again. But <laughs> <Right>
1: the <Yeah. on. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> My More doc, reaction, Yeah, jeez. Okay. Have you watched Wonderlust? Charles? Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, where he's looking at yes. me. He's like, so good. I'm a fixing a fuck-yah. I'm a sticks my dick here. I'm gonna put I'm my, puts my puts dick my in. I'm putting my dick in. Hey, Eva, oh. do you like my erection? Selection. selection. Hmm? Eva, yeah. Ooh, fuck, I'm fixing a fuck ya.
2: He is good, My dear. He. Sometimes With he annoys With my dear. Me. With
1: my dear. Okay, okay yeah, Sorry. are still going. are so, still going. So, <laughs> you're going to frame it another way?
2: So, for example, I said this to Jake. And he said, fun. And I thought, hang on a second. Is this the truth? And the more yeah. I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that's true with Jake. This is my partner. Um, so I thought.
1: Well, if okay, it's with you,
2: is And it true? I thought, well, I'm bloody fun. <laughs> Good work. Tick that box. Um, but he's well, he actually said that. He was like, you know, that was the first thing I was attracted with you because, and that's right, because I'm a freedom seeker and I'm always doing my thing and adventure yeah. and I'm, you know, want to have fun. And he was like, yeah, that was the, sh- you like, you know, magpie to shiny shit, um, but yeah, that was his foundational quality. He was like, when I have fun in my life, I feel happy. So that's another example. Okay.
0: So maybe I can be a little, I don't know if this works. Mm. Um, I like silliness. I like being. Good. Yeah, you do. Okay. So Should've silliness would be. A yeah. like survivor. <laughs> I like being. Yeah. Silly. So
2: the word for that would be playful. Mm. Okay, so that's good. So when you're playful, that means you're you're sparking up that inner child mm-hmm. and so playfulness would be like, yeah, the same sort of things, like fun. Have you done the Enneagram um, test? Yeah, because Jake's a six. I think you might be a six and sixes love fun and play because mm-hmm. it really lights up their heart and life. So,
0: for example, like Delby mentioned his little – his party last year and I uh, – I'm competitive. I like to win, but I'd also you like also to just like
2: to run naked through dome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And theaters. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I, I don't. I, I didn't like that. That was actually quite not the theater one. That was fine, but the, the dome was very nerve wracking. Mm. I was um, impressed. But, hey, yeah. doodle out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But the the um. This Right and my dirk. Oh, penis. Just, Here we go. Um, what was I saying? Sorry. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It Survivor. Yeah, it's fun off. to be butted yeah, in you on. Confirm, isn't I, would, I would rather have just like. Being a bit silly to help everyone else have a little bit more fun with it. And like, that's how I feel like. Uh, that's w- with life in general. I'd like, I'd rather sacrifice sometimes me being successful or winning something, or whether that's a game or whether it's, um, you know, uh, mm. I don't know, like just being better at anything. I'd mm. sometimes rather just see someone else be a bit happier um, yeah. and be a bit. Yeah, and have a bit of silliness just about
2: Just loosen it. up a bit. Yeah. Playful, yeah. I can though, it's
0: still, Like if i will playing basketball against Delby and I'll be a bit silly just to have a bit of fun and then I'll mm. lose and then I'll be like, fuck, I should have actually just taken a normal shot there. Yeah, because <laughs>
2: some people I've – like clients I've asked, some people have said finance, like I need money in order to be happy. Fair call. Mm-hmm. Some people will say that I need success – um, success that comes from self-expression. Some, you know, there's so many different foundational needs. But for the listeners out there, it's really important to find what your foundational need is in wow. order for you to be happy without anyone else. Otherwise, you create attachment. And that was one of the questions that was written in about different attachment styles. So I'll go into that in a little bit. Mine
1: would be success then as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Mate, you have to have one. Well, Choose one.
1: But I, I have used use my freedom to gain success. Like, I need success in my marriage celebrancy to have my freedom. I need success in comedy to get paid to okay,
2: have my so, freedom. Uh, okay, so I'm but going to- But what defines success
1: as well? Like, what yeah. is
2: more important to you, success or freedom?
1: Success. There
2: you go. Because also that's the other thing is I use a lot now is my clickety-fingety mm. is that the first answer that comes to your head is always the true one. We head we tend to head fuck things all the time and that's the issue. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. But then
0: I then, hate failing. But that. then again, what's success to you? Like I guess yeah. success can be defined in so many ways. For me, it might be, hey, I get to spend only three days a week working and just doing whatever I want. And then I go to the beach. I might not be financially as successful that way, but I might be.
2: I think for Delby, I might fill my
0: cup better. So success yeah. for you, what is that? Financial success or is that nah, notoriety? I, or I guess, man, it, it success
1: that gives me freedom. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that would so, mean
2: success. Delby needs success, which looks like living your full potential. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Thanks.
0: And thanks does, for that, does, does that does that even
1: being in a successful relationship is one where I would have freedom. <clears throat>
3: Yeah.
0: So same. So for the I was going to say does that also define what you would seek in another person?
2: Yep, seek in life because and I, seek in a relationship. So yeah. it's important to know this. Um yeah, cuz like I had a relationship where their their means of happiness was um you know like structure and reassurance and routine and when I'm me being a freedom seeker well that's a bit clash of the titans there you know because like I'm out you know traveling the world and like lots of distance and moving around a lot and this person wanted you know boundaries and structure so it was a bit of a conflict but you can manage it Mm. but yeah so it's important to know that so that you know what you want out of life
0: and is is you don't want to find the person that's the same or just to have those qualities. For example, like I've, I've realised very recently and then obviously with Steph as well, I've re- realised that um, specifically when she would say silly things, quirky things, I'd find that very attractive and mm. I've noticed that I've only sort of recently started picking up on that when girls would say very uh, out of the blue, quirky, stupid things that you would never expect them to say. Mm. I actually, um, I sort of smile. And i mm. I'm like, oh, I like that. Mm. So I don't know, is, is that a quality that you, you need in a, a potential partner if that's my yep. thing? Okay.
2: Yes, but um, yes, it is in a in a short answer. But also, so this relationship I had that wanted structure and routine, they were attracted to my playful, adventure-seeking, fun side because mm. it loosened up their neck like that you know, mm. carrot up ass structure. So that sometimes it, it depends on the situation, the couple, and this is why there's no, you know, one yeah. thing.
0: And is that why, like, the opposites? So, opposites for example, like, a, a thing that attracted me to Steph initially um, when we first met, like, ten years ago, was she was quite grounded and very, like, mm. she settled me down because I was an idiot mm. and still am, obviously. I'm <laughs> fucking running naked fucking in theatres. But, um, yeah. I just um, – those sorts of things uh oh, yeah, they, that whole grounding personality was something I felt like that would just bring – just, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> muffle me a little bit.
2: Yeah, for sure. Opposites do attract to a certain extent, but that's a whole other thing as well because sometimes it can be f- conflicting, sometimes it can be complementary and it's all down to the structure of the relationship mm-hmm. and how you manage it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. I've got lots of juicy questions written in, actually. I was impressed by people's vulnerability.
0: Cool. I've really mistimed my toilet break. I, I need to go for wee-wees. <laughs> so you guys can start on your
1: first okay. questions and All I'll right. jump in. Sorry. Let's
2: go, Jams. Yeah. It's just question me and one. you.
1: If you're a big boy, should you know when toilet breaks is? First question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you need <laughs> a nappy? 15 minutes in and I need a coffee. Yeah, always That looks pre-wee. like a shit
1: coffee as well. Yeah, Cole's urban coffee tea culture, tea man. Tea what?
2: I bet he's doing a poo, not a wee, because coffee.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Coffee. Okay,
2: do. no more penis or poo chats. Let's move on. All right, so how do you know you have met the one? With now, I good get. Good penis. I get. I'm going <laughs> to avoid you, right? Um. So, I get asked this so much, and it's this whole anxiety around the one for Mm. starters I believe in the one right now to take the pressure off that answer but pretty much I always say that it's down to the four yeses if you are with someone and you're questioning are they enough let's say for me to feel fulfilled content in a relationship you've got to go through the four yeses so the first one is like yes
1: yes yes Yes. Oh, okay, what am I going to do? Here? This is um, sleepless in Seattle. Is it when they're at the diner?
2: <laughs> well, one of the yeses is sex, so you yeah. can bloody chime in there. Okay? okay, so the first one is head stim, not job.
1: Oh, I was going to say yeah. yes, please. Oh, I beat you to that punchline. Sucked
2: in. Okay, oh, I'm sucked off. Oh dear, <laughs> we're going to we're going to be talking about sex in a hot minute. Hey, let's go. Okay, so sex. the first, so the four yeses. If you if you're questioning. Have I met the one? Mm-hmm. Then you go through the four yeses. The first one is yes. Do they stimulate me mentally? Big do you know one. deep conversations? Which yeah. is obviously important. That's to a Delby. huge one to you. So this yep. is what I was going to say that goes into your foundational need. It kind of <clears> complementary of that. The second one is um, heart. Like, do I feel compassionate, joy, connection? Mm-hmm. The next one is gut. Does it feel right today in the present? Um, and the last one is, do they turn me on sexually? Do I feel like I look at them and I just want to, you know, eh? and obviously there's a difference between intimacy and passion, but you know, that's a whole nother theory as well. So yeah. In do a you simple need s-
0: all four of these yeses to be successful or is it just, the, if you have these four, it's specifically a little easier?
2: If you want longevity and the one, this mm-hmm. whole, the one, I would say, yeah, you, d- you do need, or four. Now, of course they go out of balance at different times in life. You yeah. know, you've just had a baby, forget sex, right? Yeah. And you're tired or work or whatever. So they do go out of balance. But the end goal is that if you ask yourself the question, do they stimulate me mentally? Click your finger. If the answer is yes, you're good to go. If it's no, you're good to bloody not go. Okay. And the other thing is, if you're trying to, the two other things I would say about the one is that the eyes are the window to the soul. So if you just head-fucking it thinking, I don't know, I don't know, you're on a date, look into their eyes, really tune in. That's a bit woo-woo, but we can do that. Oh, Um, okay. And the other one is I would say in relationships, you've got to be willing to do the work. There is always shit times and quite often when they're not willing to equally do the work, forget it. Mm. Like one cannot be working harder than the other. You yep. know, mm. and I've had this issue a bit in relationships where I'll be turning the wheel more than the other. It bloody freaking yep. annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one question. Um, do you want me yeah. to? Keep what going? if you
1: look in someone's eyes and they've had ecstasy?
2: <laughs> well, that would be a false. Um, well, actually, you know, there is there. I was going to say that would be a false reality, but. There's that MDMA therapy
3: because
2: yeah. it blocks the fear, like the immediately, like the fear yes. response. And so you do, you can access that part of the brain and get so a lot of information. Yeah, I bet you are, mate. Yeah.
1: Because there's been a f- Well, when you look at someone, apparently dilated pupils is a sign of attraction. So when other people are off chops, you're like, oh, they're attracted to me. Oh. Yeah.
0: False. How hey, are you looking mm-hmm. at me,
1: Derby? Uh, oh. I haven't had anything this morning. Damn mate. it. <laughs> Just juice, and baby. And also different,
2: different eyes give off different energies, which is really cool. Like I've been tuning into some eyes um, here and there and I'm like, ooh, they've got sexual eyes or like, ooh, they've got hardened mm. eyes, they've had trauma or oh they've got, um, I don't know, they're very lovey and, and kind and nurturing and mummy eyes what or daddy eyes. What eyes do I
1: have? Hmm. Big dick energy.
2: Well, hang on, right?
1: I've got to get in the zone. <laughs> okay, get in
2: the zone. Yeah, someone said to me the other day, you've got big dick energy. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Better than peanut energy. What's, yeah. But seriously. I don't have
1: big dick energy. You said you have big dick energy? Yeah. yeah.
2: What's big What's big? I don't big know. What means
1: that you're confident in what you're oh, talking yeah. about? Like you're like, yep. Is I'm that gonna, what that means? Yeah, yeah big dick energy is just like. I
3: felt a bit. It's offended. like the
1: confidence you'd have if you had a big dick.
0: Yeah, but if people see me, so you me, know that you just. I was confident on on the theatre, and if people were there, would well, know it's not big dick energy.
1: Wow, <laughs> it was good dick energy, like mush. Yeah, it
0: was yeah, it was good dick energy. Yeah.
2: I've just tuned into you then. Oh. Kind and uh, genuine. I
1: knew you were going to say that. <laughs> How did I know you were going to say that? Kind I, and genuine. Eh?
2: Genuine and kind. That's
1: nice. All right, do mine.
2: You They're my bedroom eyes. It's hard because I'm, you know, like I know so much, right?
1: Delby's got the. I would eyes. say
2: intensity.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Um, I'm and. Sure. Oh, getting
0: excited. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Four yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeses. You no, no, you're, very, you are. Uh, in, yeah. And
2: intelligence, I would say that
0: in his eyes, mm.
2: like mm. you've got yeah, that intensity, but you also can see like your, you've got that intelligence, like I don't, yeah, I don't know, it's a feeling. You, the thing is, when you tune into people's eyes, I mean, there's people that do a lot of theory, but around this, but that's where the truth is. So it's very important, once again, There's a truth just,
1: in your eyes saying <laughs> you'll never leave me. Ronan Keating.
2: That was so out of tune that yeah,
1: man. No, he did very well.
0: Yeah.
2: That's
1: oh, no. a good yeah. judgy kind, attitude. Yeah. Kind,
2: see? This is Sorry. the last podcast you've ever come on. He's <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. kind,
1: see? Um, What's my dad got? Bulldog eyes. Let's let's do Chels. My dad's pit bull.
2: Um, oh, yeah, do me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, try um, and tune in.
1: Mm. Okay, you go first. Is, di- is ditzy eyes a thing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was nice to you. Just jokes.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> I've been told Compassionate I
1: passionate always- eyes and, yeah. and, uh, lo- like sprite, like life, like a, like a life feel, like, let's do something. Mm. Like, I'm just, this is what my daughter does. Hmm. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, Interesting.
0: What have you been told
1: after? I don't have. You?
2: But it's interesting because that's what I, I get told two things, my whole life, and one of them is, um, yeah, that what's what's like vitality, like yeah, spice vitality. for life. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, now you've said mm. that. That's but uh, honest. Is that a thing? Mm. Honest.
2: That would be authenticity or authentic. Like, authentic. Yeah, author, I see good, thank you, good. Oh, warm fuzzies, good, and, juicy. and when you
0: smile, good happy. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> But ninety yeah, percent of the time you're not smiling when you're on the podcast, you're just getting angry at
2: Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Oh Daniel.
0: Daniel. Am I the only one who calls you Daniel? And uh, I don't do it very often, but
3: No.
1: Yeah, no. Do you have many people that call
0: you Daniel? Not many. I have a few people that call me Cameron. Mm. And it's very strange.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, not not many. I call Chelsea Chelsea rather than Chelsea sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You tripped out last night. I was like, I Yeah, did. Chelsea, and she was like, what? Chelsea. Chelsea.
2: Yeah. yeah, I did trip out a bit. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't get called Chelsea that often by friends. we window right. to the soul. Yeah, so I'm trying to smash through the questions because actually quite a few people written, wrote in. Well, that-
0: you've got the- – a eight. document there. I've mm. got
2: eight, but I can I can go fast. You're page.
0: No, no, no. Like, You've got plenty of time. What I, I I need to be gone by like you know 12, 12, 15, So I don't okay. know what the time is, but
2: well, we'll go for. And obviously, an it's good. And good and it's good something. juice here. Okay, so someone else said my partner shuts down consistently and constantly when communicating, and it feels very isolating and lonely. And I this is a very common thread throughout relationship breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually just posted a little Instagram reel. The this morning about it Because I love this mm-hmm. So three things In order to have Healthy Compassionate communication Is You can break it into What's the poems Where there's a letter For each line Haiku No it's called It starts with an A I always forget it I was
0: going to say an, Anagram or acronym yeah. or
2: Anyway it's something Whatever yeah, yeah. So A is for accessible Like can I Are you accessible to me If, yeah. you, if I don't feel like I can access you Stress For the right price response.
1: You can access whatever you want. No question.
0: Yeah.
2: R is responsiveness. Mm -hmm. So are you going – do I know you're going to respond to me? If I'm vulnerable with you, are are you going to respond? Yeah. And the E is engagement. And this is designed by Dr. Sue Johnson, by the way. Um, Dr.
1: Seuss Johnson? Yeah. Fuck. Didn't they cancel a few of his books? I was going to say, (laughs) move from green eggs and ham to responsiveness. Look
0: good. at yeah, look right. the twitch in her eye there. She's yeah. angry at you. <laughs> She's
1: trying to work out what reference I was talking about. No, I'm
2: concentrating because yeah. my Chelsea Morgan has is There's
1: a genuine twitch in her eye. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, annoying. Yeah.
0: What was E?
2: Um, e is engagement. Mm. So like, uh, am I engaged with you? Are you going to engage with me? Do I know that you're going to be here? Um, because there is a fine line between, you know, um, attacking and – um, like critical communication and then empathy and comash- compassionate, God, compassionate communication because one can feel critical and another can feel compassionate and there's such a fine line and I've been I, really The fleshing. critical is
1: very difficult.
2: Yeah, because it's like I would, you know, for example, it's like, this has just come to mind, um, that, you know, you could say something like, I feel like, I need X, Y, Z, or which would be compassionate, what? or it could be Algebra. you do this, therefore I feel. Mm. So that would be critical. And also, behind every criticism is a hidden wish. So it's always important in compassionate communication to find the wish and forget the fucking criticism.
1: So if someone was like, "Your room's messy," yeah, I, I was really going go to go eh? there to clean your room.
2: Ow. Very bogan. Uh, yeah.
1: What's the wish behind it? Be clean. The wish is. Is this a thing, Daniel? Maybe.
2: (laughs) It's a big thing. It's a big bastard of a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Look at you just sitting there with your big cheesy smile going, yeah, okay, shall, move on, No, what's the wish? Uh, The wish would be that I wish you would be cleaner because when you're cleaner, I'm more attracted
0: to you. Oh, Daniel. Oh,
2: look at that little shit smirk.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Did yeah, I nail it? Yeah, I'd better get a cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I didn't think your room was
1: too, but when we filmed that Tinder ad uh, commercial thing yeah. in Yeah, well, see, that is apparently it's a horrendous room, bro, to, to females. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. I didn't mind it, but I'm a guy. Yeah, but I can exactly. see how that would be like a, a girl would walk in there and go, oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, girls are so
1: different to guys. Right? Yeah.
3: Mm,
2: yeah, but there's messy girls out there.
1: Yeah. After the bit with me, for sure.
3: Oh, my God.
2: You you know what? You are not an arrogant dickhead. (laughs) Just listeners out there, he's a lovely man. (laughs) But fuck, you come across as an arrogant dickhead sometimes. Just
1: doing a joke. Just doing a little morning joke. You said you didn't want me to be relaxed. That was like
2: a compliment holding your heart and smacking your face. You like that? Yeah, it was good. Um. (sighs) Anyway, so uh moving on but yeah some classic communication um breakers i would say is like being critical being really defensive the blame game like Mm. trying to find the bad Mm. guy the other one is like shut down withdrawal which is this um person's question is like that's very isolating when someone doesn't engage with you and they're not responsive it's very isolating what's a
1: tactic to try and get them to Without them feeling like you're prying or whatever.
2: Check in with yourself if you are being critical or compassionate because mm. when people shut down, it's a defence meca- mechanism. They obviously feel threat or attacked. Yep. So you've got to take your responsibility, f- you know, for how you're communicating. Um, yeah, anyway, that's a big
1: yep.
2: subject. But yeah, sh- shutting down is a, is a tricky one. And withdrawal, a lot of people do the whole – passive-aggressive, stonewalling, and it's they think that they're being um, constructive, like I'd prefer to shut down than say something that could potentially yeah. hurt you. No, 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 no. This is a trigger for me. I can't stand – in relationships when they shut down, it drives me bananas because I want –
1: But then if you say the wrong thing, they're just going to blow up.
2: Yeah, but I – would you? okay, well, this is – I prefer a blow-up though. At least we're going to get somewhere. Mm.
1: I guess that's fear Mm. of of you losing them for something you say.
2: Interesting because that goes into attachment styles, which is the next question that someone asked because attachment styles are very indicative of how you communicate. So – Avoidance, people. So there's, there's, there's four. Do you want me to just keep? On? Look th- at me. Well, I'm on like a power roll. I want to ask, Pick how do on. you
1: stop from the blame game? Like, if you feel like, oh, you've done this. Oh, well, you did this. What's the work around?
2: Well, the first step to change is awareness. So
0: mm. you've got to.
1: But in mid argument, is that what you're talking about? No, just like <coughs> in general, like you might feel like you know they might say, oh, you are, you know, you never did this or you. And then you'd be like, well, you didn't do this for me when that happened. And then how do you break that cycle? Well,
2: I would say that that's a... um Or would
1: you even bring that up and be like, look, I did this for you, but you didn't do this for me because that never works, eh?
2: Well, that's ego on ego. Yeah. Right. So that's – I would say that's – like we get into patterns and negative dances in relationships. I've actually just done, side note, a free ebook on this if people want more information. But um, it's <laughs> called – Where you free
1: like, from? Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. <laughs> um,
2: but like it's called like Demon Dance or Negative Dances and blame is when this – like someone's in the relationships pressed a raw spot, so a trigger from childhood where maybe you felt blamed a lot or maybe you're trying to dodge the blame or maybe you didn't, you know, there's a saying that says, if I can't stand the pain, I'll shift the blame. So what's happening in that situation where it's like a um, kind of like a protest and you're both pointing the finger, I always say that one finger pointing is three pointing back. So you've got to ask yourself, why can't I stand this pain? And once again, forget the criticism and go to the wish. Like why? what is in me, what raw spot is being pressed That I can't stand this pain right now. I think most
1: of it is you want acknowledgement for what you've done. Like if you're trying to blame someone, Mm. you want to be acknowledged for what you did for them in that example before where it'd be like, look, I've done this. How come you can't do this for me? Or like.
2: Well, it could be that I hate the feeling of guilt. So I'm going to, I'll choose blame over feeling guilty because they could be in the wrong. And it's like, nah, fuck guilt. Fuck that. I'm out of there. I'm blaming you. Mm. You know, so that's that's a dodging of the raw a raw spot that was already there from childhood, mm. because maybe they were guilty and they did something really bad and shame bad. How do you fix it? And Shameful in relationships, uh, in childhood. What what what? How you say? do they fix it? Fix what?
1: Well, otherwise, every any time they ever feel guilty, they're going to blame you. Yeah,
2: you- so you've got to deal with the um the, like the root cause of the issue, and then rewire. R T T love it. So like that's where hypnotherapy plays a a wonderful part in rewiring the brain because- But how do you bring it up with condition. that person without
1: them going, you know, because if they're always blaming you, you can't be like, we need yeah. to rewire you because you're blaming me because you're guilty.
2: Okay, right. So you could be like, I noticed that you're- this is very council language. So, you know, do you want- Let's we can role play?
1: Yeah. I'll no. go get the Ooh. strap on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going to dress as a nurse? So, Oh,
2: God. No, nurse ain't my thing. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: what was it? It would be like- um,
2: Role play, mate. Drama, and What were bring we talking it?
1: about when you're blaming each other for, let's say, oh, look, when you were sick, I looked after you and you can't look after me when I'm sick.
2: Okay, so I'm noticing that you're feeling like annoyed at me.
1: Yeah, because I fucking drove everywhere, looked after you and like I'm sick one time and you can't look after me.
2: Yeah, I can understand how you feel like that. So how can we navigate this so it's better next time? Like I don't want you to feel like you're not looked after enough.
1: Well, I'll just be better, can't. <laughs> okay,
2: so boom, <laughs> boom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so, you, so
2: it's going curious.
1: So
0: you're 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 speaking how you should navigate a conversation like this?
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I, obviously very um can no, But I feel
1: like you're because the one an in argument the wrong. wouldn't go that way normally. Well, well it
2: can. Yeah, it can. Yeah. That's but it. you're
1: the one in the wrong. I want you to
2: Are we still yeah, role playing here?
1: Yeah, no, but I want you to regret. to you're the guilty one. I'm the one that always looks after you, mm. right? But yeah. you're
2: blaming me.
1: Yeah. Because you're not. So you know, I'm not
2: meant to blame back. So how this would blow up is like, um, fuck off. I always look after you. Yeah,
1: no, you don't. Never.
2: Yes, I fucking do. I drive my ass around protecting you. Stop being such a dickhead. When? See, like, see how this is blowing up? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So how do you stop that? Because yes. so I'm the, the, I'm the one navigate. that needs to get her to realize. So how you stop you it is me.
2: you you d- you go right. I'm feeling like it's unfair. Like me, I I would. Like in that instance, I would be like, oh, that's not fair. I do drive him around. But instead of trying to defend myself, take the fist down and go, take a breath. Okay, I can understand why you feel like that. Why, why do you feel like that? And how can we do this better so this doesn't happen next time?
1: Okay. Silence. Uh, of all the guys are listening, tell your missus to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're a bloody dick Oh,
1: just get them to listen to this potty For that little bit <laughs> Or you could do it boys Because right. you know
2: what blame feels like Blame feels like you're in a straight jacket mm. With nowhere to go There's no flexibility Blame on blame is like Bloody protest Find the bad guy Like it's, it's yeah. awful It doesn't yeah. work it, I know And so even if you feel like It's not fair Like in that situation If I was to be like no, you dickhead. I fucking drive you around. It's not going to help. Like, so ask yourself: What is the end goal? Do you want constructiveness? Not probably not a word. Do you know, or do you want to fight? Make a decision. Put your ego aside. Be vulnerable. That is strength, not weakness. People think that if you don't attack back and you don't defend, then you're weak. Absolute opposite.
1: So if I say, "Hey, I feel like I was sick and you didn't look after me," now
2: nah, still criticism.
1: So how do you frame it?
2: Um, so, you could say, when I was feeling sick the other day, I would really have liked if you could have looked after me in this way. That would be really nice. It makes me feel um, connected to you. It makes me feel like I'm, um, like we're intimate and I feel safe. Mm. You guys are like, fuck that. Look at you.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just thinking that how they would respond. Mm. I did fucking look after you.
2: Well, who is this? Because um, they need to go to counselling. Yeah, so –
3: Yeah.
2: And this is – actually, this is a good segue into attachment styles, which I love as well. And someone said that um, they have conflicting attachment styles, which are designed in childhood because, you know, we're mammals, we attach, blah, blah, blah. And in trauma, it kind of defines our attachment style. Yeah, what are we going
1: to say? I was just going to say, did we have a resolution for that? Listen to that wanted to work out when a partner shut down, what the goal was, what's the, what's the final piece of advice for, for them.
2: Is that to take your responsibility in – because I always say if, if your partner is shutting down, take your responsibility in how, in how and why they might be shutting down. But I'm about to go into avoidant would, attachment in a sec. Would I be
0: correct it, in assuming there's usually one person who's willing to talk through things and one yes. who doesn't want to? Yes. And – Also, is it often that there's one person in the – whether male or female, Mm. doesn't matter – one person who can see what they're saying um, is – or they can see an argument's escalating and then they will try and – Diffuse. (coughs) Diffuse or at least just go, right, I have to put put down my ego and the other person won't be doing that? Is that often – yeah. Thing? I is, it, s- is it rare for there to be two people who understand what is happening in an argument and, right, let's navigate our way through this? There correctly?
2: can be. It takes counselling without like, – I'm not just advertising it, but like – um, so quite often in relationships, and I've had this, um, one of the partners has been through more trauma, right? So therefore mm. they have more of a defensive system. They have more bricks and a guard around their heart. And so therefore <laughs> they're going to blame more. They're not going to want to drop drop into their heart as much. They're not going to want to be vulnerable as much. So therefore they have a bigger ego. So yes, they they generally they've got their fists up more.
0: Because I could definitely see, uh, it wouldn't help sometimes, but I could see when I was being... I was in the wrong, and mm. I, and I was escalating things, making things worse. Sometimes I would be conscious enough, and um, I, I guess I, I'd yeah be conscious enough to stop and mm. start again and mm-hmm. go right. That's mm. good. That's but sometimes I wouldn't. Yeah, and I could see I was still in it, but I still would just get sucked into it. But I would also know that, and staff or anyone that you have an argument with, like not just a relationship, mm. just yeah, people. Yeah. I can see sometimes that they just don't, they they do not recognise that this is what's happening.
2: Because it's probably too painful or they don't have awareness and this is where counselling is great because you cannot change without awareness, mm. you know, and we all have defensive systems. Like you don't have to go through hectic or severe trauma to have defensive coping you know, mechanisms or whatever, we all have a side to us that is protective and we need it, mm. you know, because if someone was going to walk in here right now and try and rob us, we weren't going to be like, off. oh, don't do that. You're a nice guy on the inside. We're going to be like, Oof. fuck you, come.
0: boom. Fight or flight.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, yeah, but yeah. for sure. And att- attachment styles as well, like one's more avoidant mm. and that often comes from a childhood where – You know, they had to be self-reliant and go into their shell in order to cope. Um, Maybe the love was too overwhelming or they had to look after their parents too much. Mm. So they avoid emotional um, attachment or confrontation. And the other one, which is very oppositional um, and... Yeah, is anxious. So these people give love to get love, mm. um, and they quite often have low self worth, or they feel like they need to overgive. So they become quite clingy. They need reassurance, and so of course, when you have an avoidant attachment style with an anxious avoid <laughs> with an ac- anxious mm. attachment, it's like the you know the um, avoiders running away, the attaches like the anxious ones like running after them, and it's like not working.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because Um, I'd probably put myself in that anxious mm, one a mm. little bit. Um, Same. Not that I'm clingy, but I can definitely uh, see what you were talking about. Like I need that reassurance sometimes. I've probably got Mm. a a few self-confidence issues that – and I don't know where that stems from, but um, i guess that's something else you can always mm. dig a de- deeper into. You can and always I, I, can, deep. I can definitely see that awareness is always the first step, and acknowledging yeah. what the issues are, or acknowledging something's mm. there, is a huge step. Sometimes you still lose yourself in an argument, for example, and you just definitely. can't you can't stop it. Like
2: definitely, and anxious people <clears throat> they they give love to validate themselves and that's a lack of – in order to help yourself out if you're an anxious – like I, I'm the same. Mm. Um, at my core, I'd be more anxious. I, I need reassurance and to know where I stand. Same. Um, yeah, otherwise I go into a bit of a head fucky zone. Mm. Um, It's a lack of boundaries, you know, within yourself. Like are you giving too much Um, what to ab- get love?
0: What about like with my daughter, for example? Mm. Like that's a relationship, mm. I guess, Um. I I feel like almost sometimes I'm too obsessed with my daughter. Like I fucking – I love her like too much. I feel like – I, I, that, I sounds, don't think that sounds silly, Nick. But, but uh, yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm just so dependent on
2: – Okay, so this is good that you're saying this because this can sometimes develop an avoidant attachment within her. So yeah. if she feels like your love is too demanding and overwhelming, she might withdraw. Mm. You know, because if she oh, feels like I'm dad's too worried. needy, that's
0: what I'm getting worried about. Because but there's it,
2: also, and an, sorry.
0: No, well, it's because yeah. when I don't have her, so the the fifty mm. percent of the time I don't have her, I f- I'm I'm a mess sometimes. If I'm not, um, I'm I'm ninety percent fine. Yeah. But like, you have those moments where you're like, "Fuck, I haven't spoken or seen, i spoken to or seen my daughter for two days, or three days, or whatever," and you're mm. like, oh, you get a bit down." Yeah, I think
2: that's but, quite natural. Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't have children myself, but I – that's, you know, if you haven't seen them for a few days, that's normal. But, but even
0: when I'm with her, I'm, I'm very smothery. I wrestle with her a lot and play with her and cuddle her a lot. And, um, but then again, <laughs> when she wants me to pick her up and carry her, I'm like, fuck off.
2: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> there's walk. another attachment style called disorganised. Yeah. And that, that attachment style that is developed within somebody is when they grow up in an environment where love was very – Um, a source of panic um, and chaos. And so there's this element of push pull. So this is often created in environments where the caregiver is bipolar, emotionally bipolar in nature, let's say. Mm -hmm. So up and down, um, one day it's like smothering and the next day they're they're pushing them out. Like, Mm. it's like, I love you, I love you. Mummy loves you so much. Like, let's do cuddles on the couch. And and then the kid comes in the next day like, oh, mummy loves me. She wants cuddles on the couch. And the mum goes, no, I'm not feeling it today. Go away. Go to your room. Like Then they're like, fuck, I feel very insecure with love. It's a very push-pull. So that's a disorganised attachment. But Mm. ultimately, we want to get to secure. um, And so with with parenting, it's about – self-soothing and emotional Mm -hmm. self-regulation and trying to develop that within the child rather than them Mm -hmm. having to rely on the source of love from the caregiver Mm. and also someone wrote in about step parenting which is interesting because Mm. that's another beast to navigate but we can go into that later
0: but um yeah i mean i i I say that I'm trying to get rid of Scotty when she wants to be carried. It's, I'll still hold her hand and walk with her wherever she wants. No. Sometimes I'm just like, "You're getting fucking heavy, Scotty."
3: <laughs> I remember when
0: <laughs> I
2: was I'm little. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when I was little, and I wasn't a small child. Let's say I loved the food, and it was quite, uh, you know, robust. Um, I pretend I was asleep in the car so that when we got home, Dad I used to would do that. To. I think we all did. It's yeah. a bit cute, but I remember, I Dad, know, no, I got I, out walked
1: myself <laughs> when I was one. <laughs>
2: course she did <laughs> <laughs> but i remember being like like you know eight and still doing the like i'm asleep and i remember
1: fuck Brandt, she did that after the regal theater <laughs> <In laughs> like, he was like sleepy james i don't I, pinda
0: I, carry Pindy. me <laughs> oh he's so lovely pinda he's so lovely thank you for looking after me <laughs> he said i was saying to him cute Selliness. We all love. I definitely you. fell asleep in the but That's dangerous, eh? Hey? Oh yeah, you woke up in, without a kidney, bro. A probably
3: yeah. Oh my god!
0: A friend Did of you? mine, like my best mate, very, very. Um, he was close to you know that guy who would drug people in the taxis. Yeah, yeah. He was he.
1: Yeah, I know got, someone that he got away. Yeah, like he I know someone, was someone very that lucky. got away as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then well. and then a friend of mine was the lawyer
1: in that as the prosecutor. Yeah right, That was a guy that was pretending to be a tax fake taxi. <laughs> and he'd but drug not, them, not the poor take side. them home. Um, they'd be sleeping. and he'd, what, guys. He'd um, try and penetrate them anally. That's yeah, not and, um, good. Mm.
2: Mm. That's not good. In, in WA in Perth? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it, was a, few, it was a few years ago. About Did he when, get
2: done and jailed and all that jazz? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, thank God for well, that. When we're about 1920. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well,
2: I don't remember this. Mm.
3: No. Yeah. I remember My the...
1: drugs must have been good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: so oh I, I need to go for another week. Yeah, one of my mates woke up. Like, oh, he's not my mate. You buddy. don't? I had a coffee. I
0: do.
2: You need a cup to just whizzle in. because so
0: no, it was a large coffee. Yeah. And I drank a lot after my run this morning. So I'm feeling like I'd probably overhydrated and oh. I'm a hypernatremic right now. I, need mm. to, I
2: might do a week after you, actually.
0: <laughs> All right. I'll just chill by myself and talk, <laughs> <laughs>
2: just talk to you. Do some freestyling about relationships. Whoa-ho-ho. Oh, can you do that?
0: I'm actually going to go for another week.
1: Cool. Um,
2: so, when I go for where you, you're up for freestyling about relationships?
1: Mm, no. Nah. Oh, it never oh, works boring. well on the podcast, man. It's only good live. It always comes off hell shit because the, there's a little delay with the rap.
2: Oh, okay.
1: And it just sounds shit.
2: So. Um, all right. But, yeah, we're going attachment no styles. So, because so, one person in the relationship is quite often more scared of losing themselves. So this is probably us, the freedom seekers. Yeah. And the yes, other one. Anxious and clinging. Are you yawning at me?
1: Yeah, not, not at you.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, or the other person could be scared of losing the other. So the mm. avoidant attachment style can sometimes be scared of losing themselves in love, in the emotion. They get drowned in it. They get consumed by it, you know. And the other one more anxious attaching style could be really scared of losing the other so that's a that's a common thing and so it's good in relationships to ask which one that you might be but i did get another juicy question obviously i'm smashing through them here
1: um i guess before you do that how do you stop yourself from being anxious where you're trying to be too clingy some people like that though when, they, when the other person's clingy
2: yeah so that—that's what I was about to say. Well, it's different in every relationship. This is why there's no one answer, and I know that's so frustrating sometimes to hear. But there's no blanket statement. This is why counselling is so good because it, it's very specific, and mm. you know each relationship's very different. Um, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Anyway. Do
1: you like clinginess, Del? We? Uh, I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I like when they want like to just be reassuring. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is that for insecurities? Do you think? Oh, uh, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also it's just like I like to know that.
2: But we all have insecurities and it's not about erasing them whatsoever. We need them. It's about learning how to manage them so that they don't become unhealthy and overbearing in the relationship. But that's a nice thing to want someone to feel close and connected to you. I'm the same. Like when my partner – and I, in any relationship where I feel like I'm disconnected, I don't feel good. That's an alarm bell for me. Mm. That's probably one of the number one alarm bells for me when I don't feel connected and attached. Yeah. In in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, when there's too much distance or not enough like intimate, comp- compassionate communication, I start to panic. could
0: yeah. you find that you yourself overanalyze your own relationships?
2: Yeah.
0: So, it, and that can in in a way be a problem.
2: Um, Jake would say, Fuck yeah. He'd be like <laughs> <laughs> he often after him saying to his mates, Have you ever dated a fucking counselor? <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> but um but also because I like freedom and that I'm the same as you guys, like I love spontaneity adventure, and fun. Mm. No. Sometimes I'm just like, Oh whatever.
0: Adventure is yeah. And it's a it's a sort of a it's it's a there's no positives. Well there's there is positives, but it, <laughs> I'm not trying to put a positive spin on the um, separation Mm. but uh, even – and I really do miss my daughter um, on the days where I don't get to have her Mm. but it actually creates a a 50% of time of freedom Mm. where I can be very spontaneous and I can go – Delby can go, let's fucking go do this or um, morning mates – say, let's go to the beach or I can just laze on the couch or whatever I want to do. I that
2: often. Hey, like this is my forward thinking brain and this is Chelsea Morgan brain, not counsellor brain because let me tell you, they're two different beasts. But (laughs) um, like I have this thing about, you know, a little bit fear of commitment forever. And I think, God, there is some like real positives in divorce, like especially me being a freedom seeker. Like I think if I have a kid and, you know, week on, week off, like. Perfect. Mm. That's
1: good. Probably not for the kid, but yeah,
2: yeah. Very. Se- <laughs> this is very selfish thinking. <laughs> no, but the,
0: it is, that, that's but. the selfish side that I'm thinking of. Like,
2: but it's the truth. But
0: I, I can't do anything. Like, yeah. it. it was actually. It, but the thing is, we're very good. Me and Steph, in re- like even yesterday. It's not my weekend. This weekend, mm. and um, I just inquired with Steph to see what they were doing this weekend to see if there's any way I could sneak a couple of hours in with Scotty. Oh, cute. And Steph was getting her hair done, so I just said, yeah, well, I'll look after her um, instead of her sp- – you know, sitting around doing nothing.
1: Every girl out there is like, fuck, why isn't my ex like that? (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's
2: lovely of you.
1: But um, but
0: I still like – I still do like that freedom of like, Mm. wow, I can – Especially when you're going to film
1: for the regal. I woke up this morning – yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When I had to try and film with Scotty, it was a nightmare. It was exhausting. Mm. Um, But during – like even this morning, I woke up – um, it's not great not waking up this Scotty running in and jumping on my face which is it oh <laughs> sounds God, sounds horrific but that? it's it's quite fun and it's cute um she jumps in so this morning I woke up I, I woke up and I just chilled for a bit I had a coffee I went for a run Mm-hmm. Welcome to my on, life, baby. Yeah, and it was it was quite nice. So you mm. get the best of both it's like I do get the best of both worlds. So I do look
1: at everything So all happily a, married a, couples out there, just get divorced. Yeah, and, you'll and be great. <laughs> it's, you're gonna get the best of both worlds. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh,
3: Which is why
0: I said to you prior because <clears throat> you asked me how I was going in regards to relationships and mm. if I'd met someone else or anything and and I did say like I'm a long way away from that. And I wasn't mm. being rigid in the idea mm. of the fact that I'm not I'm not closing off a relationship because if the right one come along, I'm not going to just shut it down. But I'm mean, really in, almost enjoying that sort of freedom at the moment. So, As you would. Um,
2: totally. I mean, that was a long relationship.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, nine mm. years.
2: So, yeah, that's that's normal.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Um, I was just thinking we could spice this up mm. and after a couple more questions. We could call Wolfie or Pinda with their questions. Oh, do I.
2: I love life? Do they have
1: – well, I know Pinder had questions he wanted to ask Chelsea. So we he wanted to
0: come on with an on yeah, an yeah. episode
1: with Chelsea. Maybe yeah. we should just save that for Wolfie. I don't think a we call. get Wolfie but I have on. Like this. Eight no. <laughs> we students. put him on the line. We'll just give Wolfie a call and give be like, "Hey, mate," and just see what see what happens.
2: Well, I've got eight questions, <laughs> and I feel like
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do it halfway through.
2: <laughs> okay, because I feel like I need to answer them in order no, for you, people to.
1: You not keep feel,
0: doing what you're doing.
2: You know, not included.
0: Don't you need to go for a week?
2: Yeah, I do. I'm I'm using my perfect floor. Yeah, but yeah, I will in a sec. We, okay, one thing I was gonna say. <laughs> Don't we? love Whatever. a chat? Love a chat. Um, is uh, in relation to what we were just saying. Someone did say, "How do you like? I feel bored in my relationship." Mm. And that's get this divorced. Is, this is stop <laughs> yawning. And oh my gosh! Anyway, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> now. The, Uh, What was I saying?
0: Bored. Bored.
2: Yeah, so um, that's a common one is like...
3: um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. um,
2: No, that's okay. Um, Yeah, they're feeling not... Yawning's contagious. Then feeling not fulfilled and bored in their relationship, which I get a lot, especially for Mm. freedom seekers. How you going, us three? Um, And I would say you've got to... You've got to make sense of which area you feel bored. So that's once again checking into the four yeses, like is it mental stimulation? Do I not feel connected? That's why I'm bored. Do I not – it does not feel right in my gut right now, so I'm feeling like bored because I'm kind of dodging the relationship. And am I sexually bored? Like they bore me, I don't feel turned on. Mm. So in rela- in answering that question, it's if you feel bored, ask yourself which area of the relationship and therefore
0: cater to that. Because it's not like you can't work on those things, is it?
2: Oh, you can always work on it. And this is why counselling should be prevention, not cure. Like so often people come to me once things have blown up and I'm like, man, if you just had come and we'd mm. flesh this out, you know, it, you would have never have gotten to this point because awareness is key. Mm. But How on do you warm, fix your away? gut?
1: You can't fix okay. your gut. Gut feels?. Yeah.
2: That's intuition.
1: You so can't
2: if fix it, that. I had that, and I just couldn't. Yeah. So, so sometimes boredom is a good um, in indicator that it's not right. Mm. Like listen into the negative.
0: That was a real yawn. Sorry. Oh and I'm, shit!
2: Am I really? No, boring, you weren't bored. No, it's
0: not boring. It's I'm not bored. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't uh, breathing correctly. Sorry, it's <laughs> a, <laughs> no, no, yawning yeah. is also a sign of lack of oxygen. So I just was holding my breath. I think.
2: Oh, okay. What were we saying? Which
0: I do. Um...
1: The gut thing, you can't work on your gut. You can't
2: deny your gut. So if you feel bored and you ask yourself, um, does it feel right now? And the first question, the first answer that pops into your head is, oh, I don't know, quite often that is a no. So some people will say to me, oh, I'm on the fence with that answer. And I'm like, then it's quite often a no. And they don't like it because maybe they're scared of being alone. You, Another and issue? you
0: always have to go like right now as well? You don't think of the future or anything. How's it feeling right now?
2: Yeah, because who knows what's gonna. What do you mean? Do you mean like if, so? Like, how
0: does your gut feel now? Is what so you're I meet, saying. yeah. I meet Chelsea at a club, and yeah. I'm thinking this girl's fucking awesome right now. I, mm. I get to know you after a few months. I'm like, ah, oh, she's no good. But I, I got to think. Of, they're both gut intuitions. Yeah, exactly.
2: They? So like, yeah, maybe you were meant to learn a lesson from that relationship, and yep. it did feel <clears> good right at that point and mm-hmm. then it changed. And that's that's also totally fine. Like your gut changes. That's part of being intu- intuitively driven is that um, if you can tap into your intuition and your gut space, it will guide you and it can change. Like your that's how we always evolve. Right, hey? Yeah, but you can't yeah,
1: change gotcha. your gut. So if you've got three yeses and your gut says no, then that's you, can't, fine, you can work on your connection, you can work on your mental stimulation and you can work on your sexual stuff, but you can't work on your gut. Yeah,
0: so, true. Yeah, so it's well always, it,
1: it always comes down to your gut, hey?
0: Do you have to trust your gut, or can you can you just go? My gut is is uh, using old me. traumas. My gut is using old. Um old situations that have affected certain things and creating my gut feel to to change? Yeah, so is. this is
2: – I've had a few uh, clients that have come to me and said, like, I don't know what's going on in my relationship but I just don't feel like it's right. Mm-hmm. And so we start with, like, gut space and we flesh it out, you know, because Juice s- some people aren't actually intuitively – Driven, they don't know the difference between a voice head and a gut head. (laughs) What joke do you want to say? Because it's busting out of your lips.
0: I was just going to really annoy Chelsea and just say, what about gut intuition with betting? Ah, <laughs> oh, so important. <laughs>
1: so Mate, important. Let's, let's <laughs> always go with your gut.
2: Oh, really? Because um, what about when I, you know, decided let's give betting a go and I gave you $300 and lost the whole <laughs> fucking thing.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't give me $300. You gave sports bet $300. <laughs> no, because <laughs> Delby yeah, bets was- with his head, not with his gut. Yeah, well, Correct. your
2: fucking head didn't work that time, did it? So
1: uh, we won once. Maybe you should bet with our gut. Yeah, we're going to need to more. My gut, my gut.
2: All right, I'm out for a week because you're doing footy chats. So. I wanted
1: to go Bulldogs over 40 last night, and I didn't. Yeah. It was 23 to 1. I wanted, it I w- I wanted to go the win. Yeah.
0: Who, who, what's your gut say who's going to win the grand final? Demons. My gut says that as well. Yeah. Even though I, I actually, I think I want I Bulldogs. want the dogs
1: to win, but I think the demons are just going to yeah, come out and well, smoke that's what, them.
0: That's what it is then. Mm. Let's just
1: put a lot of money on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go with our gut. Well, my gut says I'm a dumb cunt for fucking booking a wedding. Oh, that's silly, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> well, I thought I was being sneaky is and going to be able to do the wedding and the thing, but now that it's in fucking Perth, mm. the times changed. Bulldogs, Melbourne over forty is only five dollars fifty. That's horrendous. All
0: these people, um, just <laughs> all these people tuning in to listen to a relationship episode, and we're talking about wedding. <laughs> Yeah, your relationship like, with the people like listening to us talk shit. I just seen the ratings on our our own episode, just us. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. It's 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 better than our last episode with Chelsea. <laughs> there you go. We need to cut her off a bit more. Then yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Look, she's got that smug smirk. <laughs> yeah, can't sing. We're in a podcast, Yeah babe. <laughs>
1: My body's telling me yeah. Yeah. Hypernatremia is a
0: real thing. You've just drank too much and you've had to...
1: It should be my gut's telling me no, Mm. but my mind is telling me...
0: So it's always gut. Go with your gut feel. So what if your gut feels wrong? For example, let's use bedding as an example. My gut feel would be to go... We're we're both to say... Well, let's
1: use... Can we
2: use sex instead? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like in reference to that song, because it just came into my mind when I was on the loo, is that lots of people will say like... My gut's telling me no, but my body wants it. Oh, okay. Got it. So what do you – Okay, like and then the we can lust go – Lust, yeah. So that's – then you've got to navigate, is this just lust, um, which can be dangerous, well, or is it that I really love this person? Use the Del
1: Borello technique, so example, have a bat, and once you've blowed your load, and if you God. still love them, then, you're, then you know it's not hmm. just lust. So – very simple. Yes. So I, I, my mom's telling I feel, me no, but I, my is telling me yeah. Here's
0: a, here's a gut one. Uh, I think um, anyone <laughs> anyone could probably empathise with boyfriend or girlfriend, other way around, whatever. The mm. um seeing like a, a friend's ex girlfriend or boyfriend or sister or someone like that, where you're fucking really attracted to them, you know you shouldn't, mm. but fuck you want to. Mm. Or a a work colleague or whatever. What's it?
1: or a friend's okay, mum? Okay, so
2: when you know you want to, mm-hmm. or you know you shouldn't, let's say, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Does that know you shouldn't come from your gut, your intuition, or does it come from your head?
1: It's from your head. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know so you shouldn't, but your gut wants it's like, oh, this, this would be great. Because
2: mm. on the back of intuition. In tuition, mm-hmm. like tuition, get
1: it? Mm. Yes, but you're also so you're your gut. Would, your gut is also telling oh, you that you like your wishing that you. In no, intuition. You're learning. You
2: like like tu- you intuition, tu- like you're in your self-learning intuition. But
0: your gut feel would be like, okay, let's say it's a work colleague, and it's going to fuck up working uh, after if it doesn't go well. Your gut would be like, fuck, this would be good, but my gut is also saying, fuck, this could end badly. That's why I always think with my head.
2: That's why you Never don't fuck
0: you. anyone you work with. I don't. Yeah, you know. but you know, in any situation, and, and we're talking oh, I sex know. only here. See, I'm just
2: people put a lot of rules and boundaries on relationships. Like I've got a few polyamorous relationships. I've got like open relationships that in my in counselling. So like, you know, like what you just said um, about you use your head and intellect to to make rules and boundaries. That can also be dangerous as well because you know, like we're very conditioned. And I won't go down this lane because this is a big one. But like, we're very conditioned to stick to rules and boundaries that can be limiting.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I just know banging someone you work with, the aftermath is not worth it. (laughs) Not
2: always. Some people have the most incredible relationships and marriages from someone they work with.
1: That's if you're looking for a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're both into it, that's fine. But if if it's just if you know it's just going to be a hookup, then afterwards it's going to be awkward at work. Do you ever know if it's just going to be a hookup? Well, exactly. That's where I'm going. Well, I do. I, I think I'd it's know some I'm people are too the in their
2: heads and they use their heads you, to navigate when they should go into their heart and gut.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm a high school teacher, so I don't fuck anyone I work with. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: you're not right in the head.
2: We know this.
0: It just got cancelled. No, yeah. no, no. You said you don't. So that's good. That's right. <sighs> Especially gross. my principal. He didn't say. Well, he'd, no, I was gonna. That would get him cancelled.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> say he didn't say he didn't want to. No, right, my principal's a good guy. <laughs> oh, I don't need the promotion that bad.
2: Oh, not right, not uh-uh. right, not right. Below the belt, below the belt.
1: Yeah, um, and I the d- dick. So and my dick. And my dick. My dick. Next question, attachment. Do you like my elec- oh, actually, erection selection?
2: Some. So there was a, like a parenting one and then there's a breakup one and that's pretty much it. So um, there's, or actually, there's a um, love language one. So there's three oh, left. So you we'll guys do the parenting
1: one. I'm going to wee.
2: Or the parenting one? We'll are start we start with uh,
0: just a hyponatremic one, or we just all need a wee.
2: I reckon, yeah. just like you. I'm probably
0: hyponatremic because I actually went twice in the space of about 15 minutes, and you yeah. guys are just going for normal wee. But whees. do you know
2: coffee, because it's dehydrating, it can make you wee a lot?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. It's a, um, di- a di- diuretical. No. Um, what was it, t- d- Daniel? Diuretic Yeah yeah, yeah. But
2: So is tea. What you,
0: where, you, where did he go? That was a quick week. Oh he needs his phone Are you a, a phone on the toilet man? He's
2: uh, nowhere with that He he's, can't walk Yeah I know It's really bad It's really bad isn't it? Poor Daniel And he's like that because he had the sunrise You know how he was on sunrise Yeah yeah, yeah. And so, so he, I'm staying at I Delby's f- I feel
0: bad for that Because I uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What? Well I Because I, I, I did it obviously. the week before and yeah then, yeah. Um I think they were already going to get him on anyway but I recommended that and then and then I told Delby it's fine and then you got to get up at 3.30 in the morning. No,
2: but the, the, you know, I feel bad because the reason why his back is like it is is because I'm staying at his house yes. and he's got this lush couch. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just sleep on the couch for a couple of days. Yeah. And But I was in his sunrise episode room. So he said, well, you can sleep in my bed tonight and I'll crash on the couch. Boom, bad back. Oh my so it's actually my fault. That's why I'm like juicing. Well, bad grime. bad grime. And- yeah, but it's to do with his leg and the way that he was yeah, laying yeah, yeah. on the couch. But anyway, whatever. Um, I'm also, I'll help him out with my woo woo reiki and yes. who knows, mass um, Okay, so parenting, should we go into this yes. one? This yeah. one's interesting. So um, this person said that I feel it's a, um, a bit more of a step-parenting role here and they have said that they feel like, you know, there's obviously an element of power play in a step-parenting environment. That's difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in a non-step-parenting environment, children know who the empowered parent is or who the, who's the parent that makes the call at the end of the day Um you know who's the one that does the more the discipline mm-hmm. you know and so that can be a problem because the children will get in between the relationship and they'll they'll power play and they'll um mm. you know so i being a teacher i can see that so many kids have um a oh, huge entitlement and defiance like they're so defiant and entitled and this is an issue and i feel like at the moment, because of us, Gen Y lacks parenting, is that we give children too many excuses um, and a lack of boundaries uh, and obviously assertive um, discipline. Like you don't want to be harsh and we don't want to go back to old school... You are right there? Yes. Yeah. Don't want to go back to old school harsh parenting, but quite often um, in a co-parenting situation, whether it be step or normal, is that... Um, the kids will figure out who the dominant parent is and they'll play it out rather than being a team. So I would say in this situation with this question is notice the patterns and change them because um, in a distressful relationship and situation, um, what is good Mm -hmm. is taken for granted and whatever is problematic is amplified. Okay. When you're under distress in a relationship, so then you get nitpicky and critical, and then the kids watch that and they see like, oh, who's the who's the more dominant parent? Or oh, who are we going to manipulate here? And unless it's teamwork together, you you don't have to parent the same, but you certainly have to have each other's back, and you have to break patterns. You've got to stop the cycle because otherwise, kids will cash on in.
1: How do you fucking stop other people's kids being dicks?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um yeah, that's hard, right? Because yeah. it's up to the it's up to the the um do you mean as a step parent? Like it's up to the main Both. parent.
1: So Step, How do you stop step, other people's kids? Definitely as a step parent. Yeah. Where's your boundaries? Yeah. Um, that's
2: up to. So, the, in that situation, that's up to the mum or dad, let's say, like the blood mum or dad, to back the step parent. This is huge, this subject. I've had so many clients over the years in step parenting because it's hard. Like, mm. it's hard in normal parenting, let alone step, right? And so, it's about. Making sure that the step parent doesn't feel disempowered. Um, and quite often, the blood parent will protect their kids to the bloody, mm. you know, and um, the step parent might be like, Your kids are dickheads. I don't like them. I can't connect to them. They don't listen to me. Da, da, da. And this is very, very damaging to the relationship.
1: So. The hardest one would be seeing the kids disrespect your partner. And yeah, gotcha. you have to be like, Why isn't she? You know,
2: that's priorities. You got to get your priorities right. You have to. If that
1: was me, ma- I don't know because I've never dated a chick with kids, but I just know if a kid was talking like that to their mum, I would be like, "You better fucking watch." I wouldn't swear at them, mm. but like, you don't speak to your mother like that.
2: I, do, I do. yeah. And so then the blood mum, sorry, Branchy, no, the right. blood mum has to back that. Mm. You know, like has mm. to step back and let the step parent parent.
0: I do that as an uncle with mm. my nephews mm-hmm. when they're lippy. Or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm not, I, I'm always cautious of like, I'm not the parent, so I'm not, I don't want to overstep mm. my boundaries. But I, I, I mean, maybe I, my brother and sister in law are quite fine with me disciplining my mm. nephews and letting them know when they've done something wrong and, mm. and not. But I, I, yeah, um,
1: yeah, like talk shit about Wolfie Rusty. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just,
0: but it's also- It's you, funny. I do, it, there is that like, uh, I have to respect Well, their, even like
1: when I see my mate's kids running around being so, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, why are you letting your kids just be so disrespectful? Or they do something to me, I'm like, yeah, what do you do?
2: Yeah, I feel like if it was my kids and they were being right shits, I'd be like, can you bloody help out and tell them that they're turds? Like, <laughs> But the parents that are very protective of their kids, they can- it can be quite limiting to the kids. Like, you know, in society out there, there lots of people, like teachers, work yeah. like um, teachers and bosses. They're going to discipline. You know, you need children need to get used to it. Not, it's not just mummy and daddy, um, and step parents or whatever that are going to discipline you. You get disciplined in all areas of your life, so you better bloody get used to it. I'm
1: great at it in the classroom. It's just I don't know where my boundaries are when when it's just not outside of. Work. Mm,
0: it is it is difficult yeah uh, to navigate when it's not your kids.
2: Yeah, yeah. And um, that's a communication thing between the, you know, the even in an uncle situation like you'd probably have to speak to the parent and be like is this cool if I do this? And if the parents like, "Nah, well, hey, you yeah. can't." No, exactly. Can't overstep that, yeah, exactly. You know? It's a communication. Mm. Yeah. I mean,
0: that that's one situation where I know the parents are fine with me arcing up, but I would never do it for like uh, like um, teddy and Strikey, two of my best mates. Like, if their kids were around and they were doing something naughty, I probably wouldn't say much. Like, it's that's, that's how me. my
1: dad used to discipline me. He would strike you the Teddy and be like, "You're next."
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Scary.
0: Um, uh, but I got my, even. Like my neighbours behind um, my house, we're really close, um, and their kids play with my kids, and and I, I'm quite fine with them. Telling Scotty off when she doesn't share or pushes or something like that. Same with them. Mm, um, playground
2: but, antics. Hey, it's funny yeah. you see parents like disciplining. Like if a kid hits another kid, and you're like, you want to run in and go, "Don't you dare!" But it's like yeah. such a fine line because you see, oh, that would make me nervous. I reckon if I like I was yeah. a nanny for eight years whilst I was studying, and <laughs> if if one of the other kids um, would hurt my kid on purpose, I would go in and I would parent like, you know, or whatever, discipline tactfully, like I would say. It's not very nice when you do that. Da, mm. da, 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 da. So you've got to be careful of being aggressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. And um, reactive. I'd go in and kick the cunt in the head. Yeah, so, and that's fucking a big- touch my kid, you little shit. Cause Cause fucking Scott- deal with a dad, brother, bang. <laughs> <laughs> fucking um, field goal. I, I
0: was quite – I'm always quite fine with – as long as they're not fucking assholes about it, but like Scotty was like a scratcher uh, when she was young, young, like very young. I fucking copped it a fair few times, and um, and a pusher, mm. and sometimes he's now still a pusher, and I have to tell her off, um, with that, and I'm quite fine with other parents as long as I don't call her a fucking dickhead or something mm. like that. Like, as long um, as they're
2: not nasty, yeah. As long mean.
0: as they're not nasty and, and whatnot. Like, you're like, a horrible little girl. The majority of parents mm. I've encountered, like where um, it's been one way or the other. Uh, it's always they they're always very good. They normally come over and go. You can't do that. Like, we've got to share, you know, let's play Mm. together nicely. And they usually – 90% of the time. But I have seen it where parents just – React. And friends have, like, Mm. reacted to other friends' kids. And are like, fucking just – like, they're kids. Mm. They they need to learn and navigate and and stuff. So, there is – yeah, there's paths. Mm. That uh, I, there's no right or wrong. Well, there's no. probably a wrong, there's a wrong way of parenting. But yeah, you're not going to no, go
2: into the kid at the playground and just like whack him. Yes, but I there's no – If you're one. Italian.
0: Yeah, there's no perfectly right that. way to, to parent either, I don't think. I think every no, kid's different. It's
2: hand, every, everyone's handbook looks different. You've just got to navigate mm-hmm. it and talk about it and make sure that one parent doesn't feel more powerless. I than, got told
1: I was a horrible little boy once when I was six or seven. I heard you thought kids are cunts. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, I was doing my karate grading, man. I didn't realize. Do you it. know someone messaged us on the um, on
0: the yarn thing, asking for um, stubby holders? Yeah, well, as soon as I quit teaching, guys they are
1: coming out perfect.
0: So and t
1: shirts as well. Yeah, Adam Gray or John Gray. Um, John Gray asked for a t shirt. Yeah, we're gonna get them made up. We'll make up t shirts. Yeah, fuck it. Sorry to detract from- That's
2: all right.
1: I kicked the kid in the guts, man, with my karate grading. And apparently you were supposed to not do contact, and I sidekicked this cunt right in the guts, man. <laughs> it was like-
2: Did you do it on purpose? Yeah. Well, you are a horrible little fucking no, kid, No, we're then. doing
1: karate, and we're doing grading. Did you just call one of your students a cunt? No, like, I was six. I s- oh. This I was. him, doing I was karate. six or seven, oh, okay. doing karate. So doing my grading, my kata. Yeah. And then we did <laughs> sparring- mm. And apparently, you not. no one told me that you were supposed to not hit them or whatever. Like fake hit? No no one ever said, hey, fake hit. So I'm lining up on this dude. (laughs) And I sidekicked him right in the guts, man. Bang. And then he faced, he doubled over and his parent came over. You're a horrible little boy. I was like, that was the sickest kick ever. But yeah. I was like- A horrible little boy. I thought I was doing the right thing, man. Because I fucking, I'm in my karate gear. We're fighting. And that's the thing. And I kicked him in the guts. Kids don't
0: know- Sometimes mm. they, they think it's just funny or it's fun or it's just part of what's happening. I remember throwing rocks under cars as they drove mm. past our So fun. Like, as, a, as last I didn't week, throw it when we were car. on the piss. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't good. throw it at cars. Like I thought, uh, I, and fuck, I feel like I was five, six years old and cars would drive past the house and I would time it and I would throw the rocks under their cars. <laughs> Clearly, a pretty silly thing mm. to do in a terror, but I didn't understand it was a bad thing. Mm. I, th- I was having fun. Oh, for um, sure! Like kids will a test. And I remember a car stopped, and like she absolutely berated me, and took me to my dad. And then, really, my, dad, my yeah. dad was actually, and dad's a well, dad was a not a fucking Nazi, but dad was a very strict, disciplinary, disciplinary mm. parent. And I do vaguely remember him going that fucking woman was a bitch, like, <laughs> along those lines, like, and just, he, he said, look, don't do it anymore, but, mm. like, she didn't have to talk to you like that, and that's, and that my, my dad's pretty ruthless. Yeah. So. Well,
2: I always say, we, yeah, exactly, there's so much room for kids to experiment, and kids, you know, they don't know yeah. quite often, they, you know, but if they say, if they do it once and they say sorry, kids yeah. should only ever, and adults, should only ever say sorry once if they mean it, like, mm. if they do something that's... Mean or like on purpose or testing, and they get told off, and they say, "I'm sorry," and you know, you have a conversation about it, and they're, you know, f- f- uh, regretful or whatever. Mm. They should never do it again. If they do it again, then they ain't sorry. Yeah, they're being turds, and that that then there's room for but also the brain parenting. isn't
1: the brain's not really <laughs> developed enough to be like, oh, I fucked up last time. Yeah, maybe this time we'll have a different outcome. Scotty's so cute when she says sorry. Because she's got the same She's thing. very
2: little though, hey? Yeah,
1: she's still three and
0: a half. I oh, yeah. So, they're, but they're she'll come up mi- and she'll stroke, stroke you. Mine. She'll stroke you as she says, sorry. She'll like rub your chest and goes sorry.
2: Oh, <laughs> darling. And
0: then give you a cuddle. But at that
3: age. <laughs> so cute. That is
2: so cute. At that age, they actually haven't developed the front part of their brain, which is responsible for emotional regulation and decision making. Mm-hmm. But then there's a certain point where – They are, and you know you've
0: got twenty five. Yeah, (laughs) when to navigate that point where I can say to Scotty, like, and explain to her what she's doing Mm, wrong and stuff. I don't know when that starts to really kick in, but it, it, I feel it's getting close. You've got to where I can talk her through mm -hmm. what she's done right, what she's done wrong, why it's right, why it's wrong.
2: Yeah, you've got to teach them emotional regulation tactics Mm,
0: because at the moment it's literally don't do that. Um, yeah, because she's
2: three. Yeah, well, and yeah. she
0: and I can't tell her why. Like, I, for example, I tell her don't touch the stove because it's hot and That's you'll good. hurt yourself.
2: That's great. Perfect. You know, I
0: give her an explanation.
2: Perfect. But
0: you know, and I try to do that with the road. We don't cross the road when there's no cars, and she says no cars, and then oh, she'll walk across. Darling. Um, but um, I, it's very it's very uh, black and white at the moment. There's it no. Has to be at that there's age, no. Yeah. yeah, really explaining and going. Mm. Deeper into certain things and kindness and compassion and gratitude. No, no, you
2: can't. She'd be like, yeah,
0: what? exactly. But those are the things I would do want to instill in her kindness, gratitude, empathy, those, um, yeah, like sharing,
3: mm. all that. It's good, but yeah, you know,
0: I can't quite do that yet.
2: No 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 too too early. I I'd, I'd be worried as me as a parent that like you know at 3 we're meditating and we're bloody oh, we do medit-
0: <laughs> we do we do little medit- we're well, not meditating, but like we we chill and she yeah. does her she does namaste.
2: Oh, that's gorgeous. In fact, at, on the back namaste. of that I was like I, I would do that, you yeah. know, cuz that's a very good self-soothing technique. Um She does ombs. Om. Oh, Oh, it's God, fucking hilarious. Cute. I'll film it
0: and I'll put it on the story at one yeah, point. Yeah, do it. She do it. she sits there and she crosses her legs and she puts oh. her hands on her heart or like and she does it and she goes um <laughs> and then she bows and goes Namaste. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that she, is
2: so. But cute. she can't quite
0: say Namaste. It's like Namaste. Oh <laughs> yeah,
2: send me a video. I'd Yeah, love it's to very see that. cute.
1: Um, um, okay, so how many how many questions we got? Two. I call Wolfie to answer one of them.
2: No, hang on. Um, yeah, this is, this going, one's or? important. Um, I just want to make sure everyone gets their questions answered. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. No, you're dutiful, good. dutiful without
1: making myself
2: off. Um, okay, oh, so no.
1: break, up. Break, ups. break up. Break up. Break up. Got to put up on a bit of makeup. What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> Does, on the table.
2: What's happening with footy?
1: Oh, I, fearless, I, I do the
2: social fair?
0: media for a uh, West Perth football club. So I'm just checking their scores because I have to update the score in a moment. Oh, but West okay. Perth Colts look like they're going to go out in the elimination final, unfortunately.
1: You have been eliminated.
0: Mm. Against East Freer. But sorry, carry on.
2: That's okay. Um, so one of the questions was about a breakup. Like I'm feeling like utter crap. Oh, mm.
0: there's a car.
2: I wonder if that will be heard. Will that
0: be heard yeah. slightly. You might hear a car.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, they were saying the pain, the heartbreak is like it's it's so painful. How do you get out of this? How do you navigate it? Like I feel like it's just all consuming. Time is that your answer? Give it time. Time. Okay, so time is one thing, but it's what you do in time that counts. Mm. But first of all, um, just Sun- to-
1: Sunday singles, four o'clock Sundays. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, you got to be proactive in breakups. That there's definitely a theory and a technique and things to do, um, and the how to in breakups. But I, first of all, I just want to want to say here that the pain that you feel and the heartbreak, it is real. Mm-hmm. We actually have a like a, it, we have withdrawals, right? Mm. So when we have a breakup, we have a drop in you know, the nice chemicals and um, transmitters in our brain, um, like serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin, that drops, right? So you actually have a withdrawal, like an addiction. So the heartbreak and the pain that you feel, it is real. So acknowledging that first and then obviously embedding and implementing like techniques and tools and practical things to do to navigate that pain. But just first of all, like acknowledging that that heartbreak is real. Mm. It's a thing. It's, it's, It's science, you know? Um, and there's been lots of study and research, but like I, like I say to my clients, your repair kit for your breakup, it looks different. And that's where there's room for counseling. Like, come on in, let's design your repair kit. Let's, you know, get some practical stuff. So that's the an, in answer to that one. And one last one is, um, you know, cause I'm big on love languages. Yep. We've talked about that before. On, in other but the repair kit. You haven't
1: it's explained of, that. That's
2: well, one of your episodes. You haven't well. explained the repair kit. Yeah, it is one of my episodes. Um, yeah, because like I said, the repair kit is different for each person. So quite. What, what
1: might it look like, for example?
2: Okay, so some people repair kit might be like Netflix and chill. Someone's might be Sunday singles, very mm. different. Some people might need to go inward to repair. Some people might need to go outward to repair. Mm. You know, there's it's you know some people need um, structure, routine, they need exercise. Other people need a bit of freedom and self-love and, mm. you know, so it's it's different and this is where counseling's great. Cha-ching.
1: And some people <laughs> want it all. Some just want, want nothing, nothing at all. all. Everything You're means nothing. nothing. Oh, shit, that's the wrong song for a breakup. Hey, my I got you. All um, right.
2: Okay, so because I've been talking about uh, love languages a bit, Some people said, okay, well, what happens if my love language is words of affirmation and my partner's is not? Like, you know, like how do I get them Mm -hmm. to start bloody well saying things to me because it means so much to me and it makes me feel seen and reassured. Teach them. So – Tell them. What's your answer, dear?
1: Teach them and tell them. Go, hey, I feel really loved when you say this Mm -hmm. and I know you feel loved when I do this for you. So just think about that I don't have love – I don't receive love the same way you do. So if you – you have a discussion about it. But it's
2: it. not as easy as that because sometimes, like we're very ingrained in our habits. So they're, you know, like some people are so in their habit of not complimenting vocally that they just don't do it naturally. So in, that, in this instance, I would say set reminders on your phone. We need to be reminded that have you told your partner what you value about them? Mm. Have you specifically, because I did an Instagram reel on this, have you specifically complimented them? So is it specific to them? Um, and the other thing is practice makes progress, like just start doing it. But actually, if, if it's not natural to you, create reminders in your phone or whatever to just keep on top of it. And that same goes with any love language, you know, you've got to start doing it. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much all the questions. Um, yeah.
1: Cool. You got to tell them to listen to the hard dance now.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: So. Yes, I um, will
2: do episodes on my like short little twenty minute ones, just answering these questions because they're actually really good, and I appreciate everyone who wrote in because I just love, I love answering questions, you know.
1: Let's um, let's introduce Chelsea to Wolfie because okay, you've I'm, never met him yet, eh? I'm just um, if you um, think I'm intense, wait till you meet Wolfie. <laughs> <laughs> he's, Christ. Well, ask him one of the questions, see what his answer is. Okay. So I do, I do apologize. I'm just is he very in a
2: relationship.
1: No, divorced. Two kids. Um. And he
2: has a question for me?
1: No. Maybe, maybe not. He might do, actually.
2: So why are we calling him? I'm confused.
1: Because he's fucking in thorough entertainment value. He's like...
2: Okay, so let's go down the sex lane because we haven't done sex. Being like, let's talk about sex, Wolfie. Give us some... Let's
1: talk about sex, babe. All right. right, I don't think that's his strong point. Okay. All
2: right, well... I want
1: to ask him one that you've been asked and see how he would answer it.
2: Oh, I get it. Okay, let's go down to...
1: Let's see if he answers.
2: What do you do if your partner overworks or something? Because I had another one about, like, my partner is all about work. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a good my one for, that's a good
1: one for Wolfie. Okay, do that one. Here we go. He might, he might not pick I it up. I love though. live shit. I think he's got his kids on these mornings. Uh, Damn it. Damn it. He's overworking.
2: Do right. will you call? Imagine Very if he
1: picks
2: up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: one, Oh, I'm not going to yeah.
1: let people hear his number.
0: Um, oh, well.
1: Yeah, Is there he's another probably funny person? We can call Pinder, give Pinder a buzz. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll message Wolfie and be like, pick up your dog.
0: He he actually went for a wee on his um on the Reapers the other day, Pinder. And said what about
2: d- the guy that's in a marriage? Who? Oh,
0: what's he All on? right, bro. Hey mate, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you, oh. Pinder? What's happening? Uh, we're just um, we're actually just recording a, a podcast. Sorry to bother you so early on a uh, on it's a mid, Sunday. It's a midday. It midday, is it lunch? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And um, we've actually got Chelsea Morgan, our relationship counselor, on at the moment. Oh man,
4: yeah. I want to we- meet her. She's. Seen, I've seen her on. Um, like the I've heard her on the pod and seen her on those clips that that Delby does those clips with her, eh?
0: Uh, yes, yes. Is uh, she yes. doing
4: sketches with
0: her? Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, she's
4: got wicked um, energy about
0: her, man. She's <laughs> vibrant, She's
4: <really> smart, <laughs>
0: vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's she's loving the the feedback right there. So we, we've got her on, and we just thought we'd try oh, something. Can hear me? Yeah, she can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> she's really
4: okay, she's just a normal person. She's really okay. she's a, just stands it. Just a normal person.
0: So we're gonna get you on with her one day because I know you've uh, like you like the idea of doing that, and we tried calling yeah, Wolfie. Yeah, we're
4: fascinated with all that shit.
0: Because we, we were trying to call Wolfie. We've d- been doing a few little live uh, phone calls recently, and uh, we, we were trying to call Wolfie, but he's obviously with his kids and wasn't going to answer. And Wait,
4: are you live on the pod now?
0: Yeah, correct.
1: Oh,
4: I'm so glad I wasn't doing a shit. <laughs> 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 I <totally> answered it.
1: <laughs> um, and so what we were going to do, Delby? We're uh, going to ask comics the same questions Chelsea got asked and see what they say. Oh. So... Yeah. Okay, so, oh, okay. okay, So we'll ask Pinder one, and then if Pinder's got any question he wants to ask as well. Poor, um,
0: poor bloke, just sitting there, probably chilling out, having his lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: just,
4: just trying to like, I, I did the whole weekend at the uh, Oasis, and I'm like battered. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like I need to, I need to, yeah, I need like a, this <laughs> stupid. People and their kick-ons. They're
0: like, no, come out for a bit. Come oh, play arcade games." Like, oh man, I'm getting old. I can't keep doing this shit. Yeah, you did it at the um the last one, the uh the the regal shows. The regal. On. It feels like I've not
4: slept since then, man. Yeah. But
1: like- oh, but we'll ask
0: you one question
1: then. Yes, because you've been, work, he's been working all weekend. So, Charles, he hello can't, he, there. He can't hear because you, you got to be. loud. Yeah. Oh, it's loudspeaker, so he can still hear. you. Yeah.
2: Thank I'm you sure. for the compliments. That was lovely. I'm ri- I'm glad you didn't say she's a right twat.
0: Uh, yeah, I did.
3: <coughs> that would have been no, awkward. I feel
2: embarrassed now. <laughs> no, that was lovely. Um, okay, so um, I'm gonna sh- I'm going to ask a question, and if you could please answer it, the first thing that comes to your head. So I've had a- someone write in and say, "What do you do if your partner doesn't turn you on sexually anymore?" Oh,
4: what do you do if your partner doesn't turn you on? Well, I d- you did divorce them <laughs> 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 I, mean, I don't know i i think it, you've got you got to um you got to keep working at that stuff like if if you're already at that point you've you've tripped up somewhere
3: yeah. Do you know what i mean
4: yeah like i think i think i think you have to maintain that shit because if, if you've been with them a long time you've got to keep a little bit of mystery in that don't you you've got to keep it
0: He's extreme, so wise, isn't he? All, all yeah. the way along.
4: If you get if you get if you get lazy, if um especially if your sex becomes like really routine and it's the same it's the same game every time and you you know, there's no there's no uh like mystery about it. There's no it's it's like really predictable, then that's gonna happen. Mm. Um, totally. Well, I also I think and and this could be the codependent in me talking, but if your partner doesn't turn you on anymore, it's you you can't look to other people to make you feel a certain way. It's it's on you. I think
0: oh, he's so wise. He's <laughs> so wise. I, I,
4: I think I think if you're like whatever you're doing, it's it's very very pointless to ever think that you can like bang your head against the the outside world to try and change it to suit you. Mm. You always always look to yourself first and go, what is it in me? Like why why am I not turned on by them?
0: Mm. You know. And what are your thoughts on that, Chelsea?
2: Bloody well done so starters and exactly you're exactly right it's desire wiring it's about how do I get desire back Mm. because when you don't desire and you know that that's where the element of mystery comes in because you need mystery in order to have desire and you certainly need desire in order to have good sex.
4: Mm. Yes yeah yeah if it's um if it seems too safe or you've got this sense that they'll never leave you and that that, you know it's always going to be the way that it is then it Boring. Well, I think people will crave that level of comfort and security. The moment that they get it, they're going to get bored. So you should never, I don't think you should ever think that um, it's just going to be that way forever and they're not, never going to leave you and stuff like that. And, and as far as, yes, as far as desire goes, you should definitely be, yeah, it should be on you because you, you, you're always interacting with your story about another person. It's never... Mm. It's never them themselves. It's them through the filter of your own perception. So I think if the desire wanes a little bit, I'm not to say, not to say that it's not partly them, mm. but it's at least half your fault. Yep.
3: Master
0: Sheaf. I'm so glad Wolfie didn't answer. That was, <laughs> that was such a succinct answer. So
4: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, my answer's like was always going to be. See, this is why this is <laughs> this is why I always end up sort of like more boring on a
3: podcast
4: with Wolfie. Saying, <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try and say what what's in my heart and Wolfie will say the funniest thing that could be <laughs> in my of situation. That's
2: like you two, actually. Yeah. One's heart, one's head.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're calling me heart. The heart, heart. Yeah.
2: absolutely.
1: Wow, well, I'm dick. <laughs> uh, what about the work question, Charles?
2: Okay. You so say, I'm dick. Yeah. He's got a that's penis his, thing going that's today. That's his head. <laughs> Um, somebody else said my, I feel like my partner's energy is always in work. So even if they're sitting on the couch next to them at home, they feel like their energy is at work. So therefore it's very isolating and obviously feeling that your partner's priority in the relationship is work, in is work, is painful.
4: Mm. Mm. So yep. how
2: do you navigate this?
4: Well, if the person's, if the person's distracted and not present with you. Yes. Um, I think that um, – oh, this feels like a test because like, <laughs> this, no, this, this is your level of expertise. Well, we, have, we
1: haven't answered I've, this I've one been, yet. I've
4: been, I've, been, I've been on both ends of that, mm. mm-hmm. and I don't think there's anything that can that you can do to navigate other than to, to bring it up and say, hey, I feel like you're um, a little distant and maybe you're elsewhere. Um, is that the case? And if so, is there something we can do about it or – or you, I don't know. I guess it depends where you're at in a in a relationship. Because mm. I've I've been yeah I've been both of those people, yep. and it does suck. But they were also they were a sign of the end of things, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I certainly I, – it was probably a big thing for my relationship. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm yeah. surprised that's not Steph that's actually messaged well, that be question. It, <laughs> being a comic.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's from Steph and, <laughs> and her fella in <laughs> – <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Being uh, a comic though as yeah, well, yeah, your weekends know, are
4: not, – Not to be uh, grim about it, but I think having been that guy, that was me getting um, – Itchy feet, I guess, being sort of like, "Oh yeah, my my heart's not in this." Yeah. Um, and it yeah, it depends. See, this is what I wanted to. I want to get on a pod with Chelsea one day because I want to talk about attachment theory to oh, uh, it. love that. That's a big. That's a big. Um,
0: well, next time, time she's on, it's on, a big avoidant
4: trait Is to preoccupy yourself with a different cause because that often um, removes you from the vulnerability of the relationship.
3: Mm.
4: you know, so you can keep yourself preoccupied with your work or with other things or stuff like that in order to uh, deactivate intimacy. So I guess it depends on in individual people. Who is it Who is it that's, that's not present in the relationship and that's focused on work and shit like that? And, and is it because they're bored of you or is it because they're trying to distance themselves from the vulnerability of being in a relationship in the first place? Because I've been that guy too. Oh, I've been older, guys.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. And also,
0: this is why I talked to Pinder when when <laughs> I was going through some stuff. He was great. Listen, listen to him. He's just so...
4: Fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lovely fellow. Not fella. anything I haven't thought of. <laughs> <laughs> it's chronic. It's a condition.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> oh,
4: sweetheart, I'm just on a podcast at the no, moment. We'll, no, uh, we we'll, tangled that
0: up. We'll we'll let you go, mate. It's uh, th- yeah, you're th- all right.
4: She's just my daughter's tangled a set of headphones around her neck, like <laughs> she's coming. <laughs> Very okay.
0: <pretty> disappointed herself. <laughs> mate, we're sorry that we. We didn't give any advance warning. It was Could ask Ruby? I
1: was ask Ruby a question. Thank you. What ask Rubes. Rubes is pretty fuck pretty knowledgeable.
0: What makes yeah, the best dad? I'm not sure Rubes
1: exists. I think he's just lying. <laughs> <fine. laughs> no, she's
4: real. She's definitely. No, well, Charles. Chelsea, Chelsea
1: said, said, "What people. makes she the best thanks, dad?"
4: Daddy. You're welcome, sweetheart.
1: Pinda. Ask Ruby what makes the best dad, and we'll get her a response. She can make a Ridge, podcast debut. What do you think is?
4: What do you think makes the best dad? What do
3: you think is a sign of the best
4: daddy? Um, your eyes. My eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute.
3: Then, uh,
4: kisses to you and I love you. Oh, that's a nice thing oh, to say. Stop <laughs> it! Are <Now> you just <laughs> melting Ovaries. hearts? Ovaries. Oh, that's a nice thing to say. So
0: well, right. we did say that the eyes are the window to the that's soul. It. So, um, so she's, yeah, she, that's it. Yep. Yeah, that's
3: true.
4: Yeah, I think she just decided her favourite parts of her
1: dad. <laughs> 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 that could be the sweetest moment we've ever had <laughs> on the hard yarns.
4: But uh, it, it, did make, it did make me look good. And <laughs> don't, don't edit
0: any of that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, thank you so much for answering. Um, Wolfie, he screened me, so um, <laughs> cheers for oh, that. did he? Yeah. yeah, I was
4: at a Chinese with him yesterday. He was, he was in a fun mood again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: of
3: course
0: he
4: was.
1: Did he try and grab a crayfish out of the pot with bare hand?
4: No, I think he might have done, like, he, he was at a level where he could wait long enough for the food to come out and he didn't start taking it from <laughs> other people's tables. Nice. So, I think I caught
0: him early enough. Good, perfect. Mate, I appreciate you putting me in an Uber the other night as well. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, we'll get you on uh, properly soon. And Pro- we'll try and sort it yeah, with Chelsea. Let's,
4: let's do one with Chelsea. I want to do one with Chelsea. Yeah, same. Yeah, let's perfect. do
0: it. 100%. Let's do it. All right, wicked. All right, I'll All right, speak buzz. to you soon,
4: mate. Peace. All right,
0: five bye, bye. sources. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's a lovely man, isn't he? God, he's lovely. He's so succinct. So Lovely. what's the time just out of interest at 12 o'clock? Rep yeah, wrap off. it up. Time to wrap just it up. But it. that's
2: interesting. Um, that's what she just said. Just in mm. – um, <laughs> <laughs> just quickly. In oh,
0: dear. Oh, my dear. Oh. oh, my
3: dear.
2: Do I even go there? Um, yeah, I would say <laughs> interesting his response to the work thing um, mm. in contradiction to that or in compliment, we'll see. Was that Steph? Um,
0: mm. It does seem like it was.
2: <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Oh. Can't tell you, can oh, I? Um, I would say that also – um, you know, work makes you feel competent and confident mm-hmm. and like you are living your potential. So if your partner's head is in that area of life, mm-hmm. maybe they feel like they're lacking those three things, right? So then there's room <laughs> and scope I'm sorry. for
0: Delby's just given up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's not you. even like it's not even slumped, uh, slumped in now. It's genuinely horizontal like, he's
1: horizontal right I'm just curved That's, I'm just he's curved <laughs> <laughs> just stretching oh god <laughs> yeah sorry, sorry what were you, you saying you
2: were bloody weird before you certainly are now <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'm gonna stop doing the worm
0: <laughs> yeah carry on sorry what were you saying
2: um, yeah, if, if, you know, work makes us feel confident, competent, like we're living our potential, we're stimulated, there might be room that they don't feel like that within their own life. So they don't feel confident and competent enough. So they're really smashing work out in order to feel like that. Or it might be that they don't feel competent and confident in the relationship. And that's down to each and every different <laughs> relationship and situation. Okay. I, I was paying attention. No, was, you weren't. What did I
0: say? I <laughs> Com- competent and confident.
2: <laughs> oh well, that was good. We can wrap it up now.
0: Yeah, cool. again, that's what she said. All right, no, you can't if do it's the same joke twice. It's not on. You can, you can. Okay. I did it on Sunrise. Oh yeah, same. <laughs> <So you> said-
3: <laughs> same.
0: Who cares? Who cares? All right, Joss, um, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Joss. Um, quite we'll a couple of juice. things because you got your new podcast and yep. collective therapy, obviously. But what's the podcast name?
2: The Transformational Powerhouse. It's mm. because like it's like a little house of transformation and I you know, like I like counselling to be fast and effective and to the point, raw and real, yeah. just like our life. So, so you got, yeah.
0: you got like four episodes out and they're pretty well – It's it's it gives the, the genre of the episode, doesn't it, in the title basically mm-hmm. and the yeah. first one's like an intro to you, yeah. which if they listen to the podcast they sort of already know, but yeah. um, four episodes out at the moment, yeah, I think yeah, 20 yeah. to 15 minutes. Yep. 20 and to 15 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah,
2: 15 to 20 minutes. Yep. And there's um I think it's in the show notes my beautiful um virtual assistant cuz God knows I need that is helping me out and I think she's put like a free like my ebook in there which is like 20 pages of juicy stuff and Jeez. in reference to the episode there's I flesh it out a lot more in that and that's free so you just drop your email and you get that and there's also a quiz actually that is um, where's the cracks in your relationship, so mm, that you Rockingham. know where to start?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's where all the cracks. Oh dear me! Gosh. I do really feel
1: sorry for Chelsea. Why? No, don't feel sorry. Here. She's on our podcast, but I'm on hers.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I'll oh, respect you.
1: No.
2: Fifteen years of this shit. So you
1: know. Plus, listeners listen because of our format. Yes. We're not going to change our structure just because. Exactly. I uh, guess wants us not to do jokes. That's not our podcast. Yeah, that's
0: not who we. Yeah,
1: no, correct. I like good. it, Daniel.
2: So you're the kind one. See, see.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's all coming out. There we go. Thank you. You were talking yeah. to me then, eh? Hey? <laughs> um, um, no. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's it. There uh, and
0: yeah, um, it's been a really good, informative chat. Actually, we found out that hypernatremia affects people in. All Jeez. different ways. Wow,
1: that's what you took out of this podcast. And, um, you needed to piss twice.
0: And that um,
1: now who's being kind, Charles?
0: And that I'm kind. You've got kind. <laughs> that's all eyes. I learned. I've got kind eyes. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Charles. It's always a pleasure.
1: Thanks, Charles.
2: Love it. And we'll, Thanks for having me,
0: Daniel. You can
1: yeah lie plug what I need to plug. Yeah, well, yeah. Where do you want to plug? Anything? I'm on at the Comedy Lounge actually this weekend. 17th, oh, yes. uh 18th, and. <laughs> That's it. You're lying there At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Um, yeah, cool. Uh,
0: I don't think I've got anything, really. Nothing. I've, d- I've d- done very well at, at turning away a lot of work for September and just resting. Nice. Ooh, good I'm very boy. happy. I'm feeling good. Good, mate. Good.
3: Mm. Good.
2: All right.
0: Thanks for the episode.
2: See you later. Sure,
0: my dick <laughs> 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 Look at these men. <laughs> <major laughs> <conversations. laughs> I'll take the <you. laughs> <laughs> I'm a crow. <laughs>
4: You shall not pass. You shall not pass. (laughs) He never did the W,
1: but everybody else has done the W. (laughs) Listen all the way to the end and you'll see why he's the dumbest cunt on the planet. Grab a drink, settle down, and we'll
4: see you in right now. Five Yards Podcast. (laughs)